Welcome to the Salad Cast Tired Cast, um, the third one that we've done. Yeah, <laughs> on this day, which is a fine day of the day of Tuesday. <laughs> wait, Monday, Monday, fourteenth of March, two thousand and eleven. Good up. Yeah, you were well prepared. I, I was. I totally forgot how we did intros. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm joined by uh, myself, Robert Kemp. <laughs> Hello, Grazie. Prego. And to my mythical left, Zachary Burgess. <laughs> well said. You nearly managed to not even manage to say a name. Zachary Burgess. <laughs> Zachary Burger. How come, what, what are you doing your end? How come it suddenly got very noisy on your end of the line? I think that was just me sh- shifting the mic slightly. Yeah, okay. No worries. As you, as you may have gathered, we're using, may you hear perhaps, we're using a, attempting a new recording technique this week that seems to have the odd effect of causing Ghost Rob to appear in Zach's channel every now and then. So uh, don't panic. You're not going mental. It is happening. It's just terrible recording weirdness that we can't fix somehow. No, it's some sort of fuck up on Zach's end that causes some kind of feedback, but it doesn't appear to be because of like feedback from his headset into the mic it's like his sound card is fucked or something and it just seems to put me into the recording channel for some reason even when he's muted it makes no sense (laughs) no basically but if i mute zach then i can't hear it anymore so it's totally weird explain that one i blame you open source software developer (laughs) because it's obviously the software oh yeah well could be then again, we get that. No, no, it can't be that because we get that with the other recording technique as well. Anyway, uh, games. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get back on topic, sort of. Uh, so do you want to start or shall I this week? I don't know which one has more to go through. Not that it matters because we're not <clears> going to <throat> run out of time. No. <laughs> I think we'll just. Uh, shall I cut straight to the taste and talk ch- to, to the taste? Cut to the taste and um, <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Red Jank Rejection. Yes, I think you should. Yeah. So, anyway... Not that we haven't already talked about that tons well, on this podcast in various other times, but now no. you've played it. Yeah, now now, now Dan has uh, imparted me with a disc, and uh, I, I, I shall partake in, in that disc of game. And uh, lo, I have. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about eight hours into Red Dead Redemption, and I have to say... It's better than Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> You'd hope so, since it came after Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but, you know, it, it is still Grand Theft Auto underneath. It is definitely Grand Theft Horse, but it's somehow not crap or not annoying to me in most ways. Sure, it has its frustrations, but somehow I can't stop playing it. Or, you know, eight hours in a week for me is not bad. <laughs> It's really a question of what have you not been playing that you like you stopped that is like an, another game for you to start playing and then never finish because well, something else will come yeah, along. Yeah, that is true. I suppose I have stopped playing Final Fantasy 13 this week. I haven't really touched it at all. But then again, that will keep going forever anyway. So that... Yeah, that's like 60 hours of goodness right there. Um, 
Yeah, so I haven't touched that. And uh, I suppose I haven't been playing Blur that much since I picked up Red Dead. But uh, there's been a few other things to try as well. Uh, yeah, so about eight hours in. I have to say, yeah, it is better. You don't have so much crap to deal with. But as Dan was saying, I'd like to talk about the jank, as I may have alluded to in my description of the game. <laughs> it's when it happens, it is so re- unrealistic and sort of pulling you out of the world. Sometimes, I mean, most of it is freaking hilarious, but it's just so bad, a lot of it, that it doesn't make any sense. And actually, sometimes it's quite frustrating from a gameplay perspective as well, which is a bit of a flaw. Um, but, for instance, I'll just talk you through one scenario. I was doing one of the side thingies, which is every now and then these bounty posters go up, and you could, like, say, oh, that's nice. I'll, I'll, I'll go do that. I'll go capture this guy. So I picked one up and uh, said, it's a go to the hills. So, so I do. I go to the hills. I uh, I get there and uh, I find the gang. I uh, ride up on my horse. They turn around and go, you shouldn't be here. And all of them pretty much shoot at exactly the same time and I die in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, great. That was good. <laughs> should Maybe you should have done something more tactical. Well, like, I snipe them from a long way away. I did sort of try. I went around one side of them, but then they sort of noticed me and surrounded me, and they went, bang! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the second time I did it, I got off the horse and, and walked up to them. They totally noticed me straight away. Yeah, somehow they didn't all shoot at me at once, and it was quite an easy fight, and I won. And I lassoed the guy, and uh, I'm about to, uh, and I put him on my horse, and we start riding off in the distance. But some of his cronies are catching, or oh, they're in the area, and they're trying to take me down. Yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they come after me with their guns and shit, so I outgun them, obviously, because I'm such a badass. And the, uh, they, they fall off their horses, and they're all sort of nearby in a nice, nice neat little pile. So I go, right, I'm going to loot those. I could do with the ammo, do with the cash. It's quite early in the game. I could really do with some cash. Uh, so I loot the bodies. Um, and then start heading back to my horse. And just, just, I mean, literally, I'm like a, an inch away from this fucking horse before I get back on it. And the horse just promptly dies. <laughs> it's just right in front of me, just goes, thump. <laughs> so it's like, right, what the fuck do I do now? So here I am, fucking halfway between the starting town, essentially, Armadillo and the hills, having to walk it because the game has a you can't call on your horse for a while after one dies um, system. So I'm having to just hump it with this guy on my soldier for freaking ages back to town because <laughs> you can't <laughs> run very fast carrying someone. Which is both entertaining but quite annoying. Oh yeah, horses randomly die. <laughs> that kind of happened as well. Well, actually no, I, I know what happened here. The horse got a bit close to me while I was knifing wolves. It just decided to run across my view and I stabbed it one. <laughs> it just sort of died in front of me and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, knifing wolves doesn't, doesn't seem like the best idea if your horse is still walking around. Um they just sort of step in front of you and die. Um, there was one time where I was near a lake or a little pool or something, and I called my horse over towards me. And it comes running across the wilderness, only to jump straight in the lake <laughs> and <laughs> instantly die. So I walk over to the ledge just to have a look, and then something twitches out, and I suddenly slide down this like virtually flat plane like you know it, it wasn't steep or anything I just suddenly slide down the plane and fall in the water myself and die <laughs> it's like something some sort of gravitational force in this lake pulling people in 
Or maybe it just wanted, I just wanted to save the horse really badly and had no control. So. <laughs> well, it solved the problem of not having a horse. Well, <laughs> like, then yeah. you respawned instead. Yeah, it took me back to town quick enough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Trying to think what else happened. Yeah, I had another situation of a horse just randomly dying on me. Oh, yeah, that was it. It was this cutscene. Um, you're, you're the mission where you're working for the law and you're riding to a, a farm quite early on and uh, you're looking for traces of the bandits and you see a campsite with a load of slaughtered people so you get off your horse you have a quick investigate uh, and the cutscene ends and it says get back on your horse and follow the marshal so I tried to do that my horse wasn't there (laughs) it had gone so I called it over and it was coming from like half the like half the map away, it seems, because by the time it reached there, it said, failed, you did not follow the marshal. It's like, it's not my fucking fault. <laughs> so did it move the horse, or did it move you? <laughs> <laughs> In Soviet Russia, I carry a horse. <laughs> <laughs> train. Yep. Plenty of train. Plenty O-train. train rama It's, uh... Yeah, but it is good. There are some things about the general flow of the game that, you know, like those moments where it fucks up a mission that's not your fault that are kind of bad. And sometimes the 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 fact that you spawn at uh, either your last campsite or the last place you live can be quite a distance away. But then again, most missions are checkpointed now. Make more nice. campsites. Yeah, I know. I, didn't, I only discovered that when you were there. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing there. I was like, oh shit, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, a campsite. Oh, <laughs> you that's just helpful. random buttons and it happened to make a campsite. And then you're like, oh. I can save this in the world. This is a convenient feature. That, that's cool. Yeah. It, make, it makes buying property seem kind of pointless now. Well, presumably there's going to be other benefits to property. Maybe. Maybe you can rent them out or some shit. But... Maybe you can store more crap in them or something. Although, just, is there actually really... any kind of limited inventory? No, you just, can you just ca- carry ca- infinite shit in your coat. Yeah, basically, I've got like a, I've got at least eight wolves worth of meat in my backpack, and <laughs> at least four armadillo carapaces, and probably some horse skin, and you know, like a bazillion bunnies. And uh... do you maybe need some, maybe like? Are you maybe getting a house which has like some kind of I don't know tool bench or something so you can craft it or some some something like that? I don't know. This would be where we'd call on Dan and say, seriously, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you carrying all this crap around at the moment, just in case? Yeah, you don't know what it's for uh, yet. Well, no, I don't know if it's actually for anything other than selling it off. There, there are challenges to find certain things, but. The, the, the challenges make you get them in addition to the ones you already have. So if you've already met the target for a challenge before you get it, that's no good. <laughs> so there's no point. As far as I can tell, there's no real point for sort of like uh, hoarding too much unless uh, you're doing it for a challenge or a mission or something. Cause it, there's been one mission come up so far where he's needed. they've needed stuff that I've already got. Um, which was convenient. <laughs> That's always the best. Right? It's just like instantly finished the mission. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Points. So that was nice. But uh, yeah, 
I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, that was it. The, the, there's a few sort of like game flow problems in that. You know, I, I was. I'm, I'm, I think I might have already mentioned it to you the other day. But when you're doing like these lo- those little side events that Dan talked about before that happen as you're just wandering around, they do make the travel a little bit more interesting because travel is often quite long on horseback, and the world is pretty massive. So it can take quite a while to get places, so you need stuff to have to make it interesting. But the game's pretty harsh with how you handle those. Like, there's one time um, this woman on the side of the road goes, Oh no, someone's stolen my wagon. You've got to help me, mister. Someone's stolen my train. (laughs) Train wagon. (laughs) And uh, so you get on your horse, you follow the blue dot, you gun down the guy who stole the the wagon, um, and it says, get on the wagon and go give it back to the woman. But I'm like, oh, but there's a corpse to loot. Oh, so I loot the corpse. Oh, and there's a herb just just there. I, I'll, I'll pick that up while I'm here. So the mission then, I did just those two things, and then the mission timed out. So I'm stuck <laughs> with this wagon in the middle of nowhere, and the woman's disappeared when I drive it back there anyway. And it's like, great! Free, free wagon? Yeah, basically. Free wagon! <laughs> <laughs> well, I prefer to have just a horse, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, significantly faster. <laughs> it's another case of it like... Is, actually, but... <laughs> what, so you can, be, you can theoretically get the wagons up to the same speed as your horse can go? That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I did have some problems, that I, again, that I've already talked to you before, but I haven't mentioned in a public way, uh, about <laughs> the, the actual sort of which horse you happen to have mechanics. It seems to be like... Uh, occasionally you, you wrestle for a horse and one comes back that's completely different from the one you were riding um, on the odd occasion. Like uh, that mission, there's a mission early in the game where it teaches you how to break in horses and then you find a, a wild stallion and you, uh, <laughs> indeed. Um, you find a wild stallion and you have to break it in and it's kind of cool because it's weirdly yellow in colour and uh, um, there's apparently a fine beast. Um, so I'll ride it into town, I hitch it up, I save the game uh, I come back out, and it's a fucking brown horse. <laughs> and it's like, well, this isn't my stallion. What the shit just happened? <laughs> unless Someone I got, got some paint on it. Unless I got rustled or something. Was, uh... So that was a bit cack. <laughs> and I haven't seen any other non-boring horses for the rest of the game. You know, there's ones with white patches on them, or dirty-looking horses, but there's no been cool ones I actually want to, like, break. But isn't the stats more important? <laughs> I mean, it's linked to colour, surely, I imagine. Possibly, there, there there are several breeds in the game, and there's an achievement. And certain, there are, some say that you know the deeds for certain horses say that there's a uh, improved speed stat on some breeds. Um, so there is a there is a, a, a certain reason for getting them. I just haven't seen any interesting ones that look like a different breed. <laughs> but then again, what do I know? I'm not a horse guy. They're probably all different breeds. <laughs> yeah, you probably just haven't noticed. No. Oh, that's a brown one. <laughs> oh, that's another brown one. <laughs> that's a more brown one quite a lot of them are brown <laughs> there's, a, there's a brown one with white bits oh I've got a brown one with white bits at the moment I don't know I might have stolen that one but and it's kind of hard sometimes to tell what those side question quests are about because like plenty of times where they're it's kind of cool in a way because the game try tricks you on occasion like someone will be out in the middle of nowhere and say help I'm stranded and then you help them and they steal your horse uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't seem like the best planned out kind of manoeuvre. No. It's just like, I'm totally going to steal this guy's horse, unarmored. And just <laughs> yeah. like ride away from him while he's pulling his gun out. Oh. <laughs> do, 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 bang. <laughs> I'll just get my horse back now. Thank you. 
was nice and casual. But there's a couple of there's like the annoying variants of like the um, you'll stop uh, and someone will be saying help help and you're not quite sure. So you, you get there uh, and you're just riding around. There's a couple of blokes standing about and you're not quite sure who's the bad guy at that point until the criminal sort of goes I don't like you and then they all shoot you. And I had one of those scenarios where they just went bang and I died immediately. And it was like, Great. I had no fucking idea that was going to happen. That was the first time I'd come across one of those. And it's like, wonderful. And then there's the, the variant of it where you stop and they all turn on you, including the woman who's saying she's stranded or in danger and stuff. It's a proper hoodlum. I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> and uh, so, so you kill it's them a all. Proper hoodlum. <laughs> a proper hoodlum. Yeah. Women hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that's the correct word, really. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> I think hustle was what I was going for. Yeah, that's more likely. <laughs> Is there like a specialist word for a female hoodlum? <laughs> woodlums or... <laughs> <laughs> or feedlums? Right. Feedlums. <laughs> Semi-trouble. Wait, no, that sounds like something else. <laughs> that does sound like, like, a, like a product. Yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just kind of random at times. But are you actually going to continue on with it, or are you going to go back to the other games that you should be playing? I think I'm going to carry it on, partly because Dan will probably want it back, and partly because I'm about to go to Mexico. <laughs> and you must see Mexico. Damn yeah, right. Even, want, even if it's just for the Trumpets. <laughs> and I'm yet to see a cougar man. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Or a bird You're not going to get any awesome bugs like that. It <laughs> <laughs> happened to that one guy like several times on the YouTubes. <laughs> yeah, but I think he was like grinding for bugs, sort of. <laughs> Brinding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, get run over by a train. Oh, grinding. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been run over by a train yet, fortunately. There aren't many trains. <laughs> Which is why getting run over by them would be weird. Oh, well, yeah, I wonder what would happen. I wonder how much ragdolling would happen. Like, whoop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how far you can get punted. I'm going to go, I suppose steam start, trains like, probably don't go that fast. random shit on the train line. <laughs> steam trains probably don't go that fast, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that must happen. I'm sure Dan mentioned that happens. Like the classic, someone's tied up on the on the on the, on the, on the train track. Well, you could do that yourself, couldn't you? If you're a bastard, <laughs> yeah, like take, take some... one of the bounty people after you've tied them up and then just leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> Still get your half bounty for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> although you might be there a long time if the train doesn't get right. You just sit there, go. I'll make a campsite. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit there and watch this guy die. That would take quite a while. The problem with that plan, if you were doing it for real and not in the game, is you could probably have a conversation and, uh, you know, you could quite like the guy by the end of it. <laughs> but in real life, there's a lot more trains. True. Well, maybe there weren't. There are probably less trains in Frontier days. <laughs> well, okay, but in, probably in real life, you wouldn't go there until the train was coming. <laughs> yeah, but you might, you might have got your bounty early. You might have taken less time than you well, anticipated. In, in actual fact, in real life, you just go and turn the bounty in. <laughs> a random punk. <laughs> he just, like, randomly decides to kill some guy. 
Dylan, After you've Dylan, already captained for half the money. I mean, you do get those occasionally. You do get sort of thing those random events happening in town. Like quite, quite. I think I've had about three whore stabbings just happen around town. And uh, the problem is, you're often nowhere near where it's happening. So by the time you get there, you just get there just in time to see the stabbing, and it's like, great, cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> I came for the best bit. <laughs> just sounds like you. Just sounds like you need an awesome sniper rifle or something so you can. See stuff from Mars, right? And be like, oh, I'm not gonna make it time. Snipe them. Oh no, it's, it's happened a few times while I've been in buildings, and by the time I got outside the building, it's like, I'm gonna cut you a new hole. Jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically jump out a window and, like, jump onto the guy's face. Geronimo, stab. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that could be pretty sweet. He's not very good with heights, Mr. Marston. No, although although I, was like quite, I was quite happy the other day when I discovered that if you just hold X on the spot, you do a sort of little, yay, jump. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, whenever I do stuff, just sort of press the button and go, yay. Okay. It's quite satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I can't fault the acting, I can't fault the story so far, although the story's told in an interesting way. It's never like, there isn't like a prologue or anything, you just sort of get dropped into it. You're John Marston, you've got off a train. Go nuts! <laughs> um, and then bits of the story get sort of, or bits of your backstory get eked out, like you, you it, he first hints that he has a, uh, a family, and then he sort of doesn't ever outright say for quite some time that they... they that, that he needs to get them back somehow. He just says he has a family, and it's like, okay. Um, <laughs> and the government uh, sorting them out. It's, it seems to eke out bits of Marston's past very slowly, so a lot of the time you're wondering what the shit you're actually doing here. And uh, <laughs> other than killing armadillos. and uh, Naturally, and, and running getting, over horses. And getting I mean, shot in rabbit. the very first cutscene of the game, pretty much. It's a good start. <laughs> but it's a bit more awesome than, than like, malaria or whatever. <laughs> I think there's quite a lot of things that are considerably more awesome than malaria. <laughs> That's what I meant as a start what? of game thing. Did something have a death by malaria at the start of a game? I can't remember what game it is. It's one of the, one of the like... I won't, I don't know, it's not one of the Far Cry's, I don't think, but... Well, I mean, it's obviously not Far Cry 1, because I remember the start of that. But there's a... No, it's that game that is in Africa, whichever game that is. Far Cry 2? First-person shooter. Is that Far, Far Cry, Cry 2? 2? Yeah, the one that's nothing yeah, to do be. with Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. That starts where he, he like, goes to, into Africa, and he's like he gets in a taxi off the airport or whatever, and then, and then it's like a rail sequence, obviously, like Half-Life or whatever. Yeah. Where it's just like, look at some scenery of this bad shit going on, and the taxi driver's like, oh man, there's bad shit going on. And then just as you're pulling up to the hotel, you pass out from malaria, and it's like, oh no, flat! <laughs> and then, then you, you know, wake up, and the bad guy is, like, telling you to, like, leave now, you, you fool, and then you're like, all right, obviously I have to go and kill that guy then. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's the epic start of that game where it's so, just like malaria so, lol so basically the entire game is you're gonna die but you know you've got malaria and shit but when you do no you get cured by yeah. the bad guy which is like 
I don't know how that. It's like I don't know why he cures you. It's like he might as well just leave you to die. But he's like, no, I'm going to fix up this guy who's probably going to seek me out and kill me at some point. <laughs> Not quite sure. I don't know right. really about that game. I just seen the intro to it. He he, he didn't take a particular. He, he's probably watched too many Bond films and thought, no, this is a bit boring. I need to, we need to do something a bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's no fun just having the, the main our main opponent guy just die from malaria. I mean, what the hell? No, he has no, to have some kind of shootout or something. This is no good, Gringo, because he was Mexican in Africa. <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> Mexico, Me- Me- Africa, Mexico. <laughs> Mexifrica. 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 Yeah, I think we've played that one out for a while. <laughs> Scrap <off>. it on. <laughs> <sighs> Couldn't resist, sorry. <laughs> we don't need to steal anyone else's jokes. No. <laughs> or... Actually, we do, but we shouldn't. <laughs> because we, we never come up with anything nearly as funny. We've got a plenty empty cabinet of jokes ourselves. It's just plenty fine. empty. <laughs> plenty empty cabinet of jokes. Cabinet. What? Did you think I just said cabinet? Like, with the inn in the middle? It's no, it's just like... Cabinet. Cabinet. Why would you store your jokes in a cabinet? All the best ones you keep safe. <laughs> or maybe you need a joke safe. A, a, a vault of jokes. <laughs> okay. Type in the code. Or a cabinet. Or a cabinet, yeah. Well, how about a bureau? <laughs> a bureau of jokes. <laughs> a various joke bureau of fail. <laughs> yes, definitely. Ow! <laughs> I can't stop playing with this rubber band. <laughs> <Don't laughs> just... I totally just flicked myself in the lip. <laughs> Smooth. That's some great audio as well. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure how much really I can talk more about Red Red Jank Rejection. It's, it's, it's pretty much everything I expected to be. You know, Dan wasn't wrong. I'm not, although, <laughs> I will say one thing. I'm not yet convinced it was Game of the Year material. But you've only got the start or something. Well, I don't know, because it sounds like Mexico is the important bit, and that doesn't seem like it's been taking very long, really. Well, no, it's, 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 there's three areas of it, and I think I must I must have to come back to New Austin because there are bits of it I can't get to, or I think I can't get to. I haven't found a way to get to them. Um so I must have to come back to New Austin. But there's at least two more areas. One of them Mexico, one of them somewhere else in the US. So the story will pan out. I go to Mexico, then I go to this other place. Or maybe come back to New Austin, then go to this other place, and there's the grand finale or something. I don't know. Mm. So I, I get the feeling I'll come back. It seems too eager to send me to Mexico. It's like, it's like, I haven't, it doesn't feel like I've done much of the side quests here. There's still a bounty, and I've still got purple marks, and there's still this town up here I haven't been to yet, and there's still this entire other side of the river I haven't been to yet, and it's like, what? Oh, well, that'll be interesting. Um, you're uh, joining us in the middle of a... Uh... Oh, and he's <laughs> back. 
Um, did you enjoy that small time of talking to yourself? Though? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I was about to explain to people what just happened, but Zach just DC'd from our uh, our newfangled uh, talkie server thing, which I have a sneaking suspicion might really fuck up the playback or, or the recording. Yeah, it totally has. It's made like a it's 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 split out the audio, so I'll have to just uh, be aware of that when I remix it. No. That's not too bad. But anyway, technical As long as it carried on recording. Yeah, it's it's automatically started recording you again. (laughs) Good. Sweet. Well that's nice. It just means I have to be careful editing it so it's back in time. Yes. Inconvenient. The inner workings of the salad cast. Apu. So, Other than the website, which is good. Check it out. <laughs> what next? That's the question. Yeah, well, what, did you play any other I, I did, but I'll, I'll hand my talky gauntlet to you. Let's do an alternating thing. Kazam. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Going to get significantly shorter alternations after we've done the main well, ones. Totally, yeah. <laughs> and presumably we'll end up on a random r- ramble. <laughs> you always a hope ramble. So. I- I've got yeah. to stop doing that. <laughs> it's like merging, you really merging words together. Most of them don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what I should talk about. Well, I mean, there's. The trouble is, I'm starting. To, it's starting to get a bit ridiculous. Where I'm like maybe starting to play too much, trying to play too much at the same time. After the last time, where it's like, I'm gonna get this guy into Arcadia, yeah, because I, Ooh. you know, play that again. Woo! Was, like, How far have you start... got? Or have you given up already? Uh, well, no, I haven't really given up. I just haven't played it. <laughs> That's the problem. But I've got like, I've, I've just got the 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 proper ship Ooh. thing. Where you can crew it and everything, Yay. and then I went, I went round and picked up some of the crew and all that. So it's sort of getting towards the interesting bits, I guess. <laughs> More boat battles, flying around all over the place, getting your secret base. A secret base. Yeah, so that's, that's sort of goes right here again. As I said, I haven't played that very much because, well, main, I mean, I've still been playing Worm. Which is that's the one constant thing, but that's like there's nothing to talk about it. Like, <laughs> you can only cover that so much. Whereas like grind, 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 build some shit, and then grind. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's funny. It's it's like Minecraft, only really, really less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's like it's like Minecraft, only like more realistic, but less sort of game. <laughs> mm. I'm still not entirely sure why you're doing it, to be fair. Because I'm pro-grind man. Pro-grind. Always. Which maybe leads into the next thing. Is it, is is it a escaping thing that I should actually talk is about. It, is it pro-grind? <laughs> no. No pro-grind. <laughs> Tony Hawk's pro-grind escape. <laughs> but that's like kind of what the... Once you start getting the Tony Hawk's with like career modes and stuff. Literal grind, lol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> grind for your grind. <laughs> Or grind your grind skill. <laughs> grind squared. I guess that you technically even did that back in the early days of Tony Hawk's like free or whatever when when you could, when you were putting in stat points. I'm grinding for grind. <laughs> That's true. My my, my grind balance hasn't grinded enough. <laughs> yeah. So what? What I've also I've got, I've got plenty of ground grind. <laughs> Grinded up ground grind grind. <laughs> 
That shouldn't be funny. Um, moving on. And yes, it is. That's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's not. So, I mean, I mean, if you think about, like, what I've actually been playing recently, <laughs> it has been a bit of a ridiculous way. I've just been playing games that are ridiculously long and take forever and, and quite grindy, because it, it was like, there was Golden Sun, yeah. an RPG. Quite epic. So, obviously... Did you finish Although, that? Yeah. Was it good? Did it, I think I mentioned did, that. Oh, did you? Okay. I, I, I think we talked about it. Okay. I, I must have not been there. <laughs> I think you probably were. <laughs> you probably weren't paying attention. That, that too. But I played that through, and that's like an RPG. But although, to be honest, Golden Sun isn't very much grind. You don't have to, like, grind levels No, you don't have anything. to hang about. It's actually balanced. You've never had to, like, like, hang about in an area and just sit there going, I need my levels, I need my levels. If you just go and do the game and do what you're meant to do, you can still get through it quite easily. Except for the first game, where I got to the end boss far too fast. <laughs> well, you you say that. But I, don't, yeah. I couldn't beat it. <laughs> that may have just been an unfortunate... Combination of something, of stats or something. <laughs> combination of something. That, that's deep, man. I can't really tell because <laughs> I didn't see you doing it. But not many people like do. Goals. I have the curtains closed. <laughs> Longs. Sega. <laughs> so I played Golden Sun, and then there was Worm, and then there was Skies of Arcadia, which is obviously another RPG of ridiculous. Uh, that, that's maybe a bit more. That's pretty epic it, length, isn't it? Skies of Arcadia, actually, isn't it? It's quite. Yeah, it's definitely it's pushing long. the sixty. Well, if you sort of go for more of a completed run, I think it's probably only 50, 40, 40 to fifty for oh, the actual only. story. I suppose that is. A, I oh, suppose yeah. when you're talking RPGs, especially JRPGs, that is kind of an only, actually. But it does turn. It, it does. It's like when it's doing the story stuff. It's like. It's moving pretty well, or whatever. But then when it puts you on the world map and it's just like you have to fly somewhere, it, that's when it gets a bit grindy because it's like you just get in random fights so frequently. They are bloody common, aren't they? In that it's like I can travel. I've got this big ass boat, but I can only travel a meter at a time. <laughs> yeah, and if you're searching for like the secret, you know, landmarks or whatever. Oh yeah. We're just trying to fly around and find those. It's like oh god, you just have to sort of be able to in the in, like. You actually have to be an awesome treasure hunter and inherently know where they're going to be, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to waste any time looking for them. On the plus side, I suppose if you are spending time looking for them, then the grind must pay off. <laughs> well, it just, I don't know how the level balance... Because this is not one of those things where it's like, if the, if it's an RPG and it's doing it right, you don't even notice, really, if you're... I mean, you become over-leveled for the enemies, but then it rebalances the story parts and all that. Yeah, I see. So there's always Unless, a challenge. Because I don't actually know how it works in Skies of Arcadia. It's like, uh, that, that's one of the elements of various RPGs that you that is, like, sometimes it's hidden and sometimes it's fairly obvious. Like, yeah, it's just the, like it's completely the, known in the early Final Fantasies that you can over-level quite drastically, and, and the yeah, bosses and it's never like, change. In, like, if you go and read up, like... Um, Game facts or whatever about like some of the mid Final Fantasies, like nine, where it's like you could do the entire game by staying at level one, and the enemies scaled to that level the whole way through. How do? It's kind of weird. How would you not level up? <laughs> I don't know. It's some. It's some ridiculous. It's like it's a. It's like a weird, ridiculous challenge or something. Like the level one secret final boss run because you know there's the like the secret ridiculous boss that you, that you get through by like doing the ridiculous chocobo air garden and shit oh yeah 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 
there's that, that secret final boss. Apparently, that's actually easier if you can get there at level one. So it's like, do it on level one, where you basically have to, like, never fight any random enemies, only ever fight the, the things that it forces you to fight. And, like, during those fights, you have to, like, have almost everyone on your team dead or something and you have to make super high use of items for like not ever using any magic or anything <laughs> I don't know, it sounds ridiculous but you can get there on like a super low level and then have the hardcore version I was about to say because you, you surely have to do some elements of the story to get to the chocobo to get and then to get the chocobo leveled up there, which presumably you know to be able to access certain parts of the map so you can then actually get to yeah um, the air garden. But it's all about being, like, <laughs> only fighting exactly as little stuff as possible. <laughs> Which is totally nuts. Sounds really impossible. <laughs> yeah, but that's the kind of ridiculous shit that you get into with, like, RPGs, change, like, level balancings. I suppose you could do that in FF13 um, quite easily, because it's a manual levelling system. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you just ran past all the fights, it's like, uh, I what would happen. Well, you <laughs> You might be able to run past quite a few of them, yeah. That'd be interesting. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to do it, but it'll be... <laughs> no, it would take ages as well. Obviously, it's going to take long enough to get through it. Once. At least they have a, a, a cutscene skip button. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a very weird game if you never saw any of the cutscenes. So, like corridor, 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 <laughs> which just be you running for several hours. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, yeah, so Sky Arcade, it, it's like I finally got the item that let, that reduces the amount of random encounters you get. And I was like, "Holy fuck, yes!" No, <laughs> now I can fly around a bit easier. <laughs> Have to remember to de-equip it when you're actually like progressing the story because it's like, okay, now you actually need to make sure you're getting to some levels. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty ridiculous. I remember in FF8, they actually had an item you could get towards the end of the game that stopped all random encounters. Except, except in areas you hadn't cleared. It's pretty useful. Yeah, for flying around. Yeah. Well, you didn't, you didn't get fights while flying around, but if you're just traversing the world map or on foot for some reason. Yeah. Because by, by that point you had like a car and or something. Yeah, something. But then after Sports Guys of Arcadia... Then I foolishly decided to get some new Pokemon going. Woo. Oh yeah, because it was actually sort of cheap. Really? How, how cheap is sort of cheap? Because it's it's only just come out, hasn't it? Yeah, in like European territories or yeah. whatever, and not that long ago in America, I guess. It was only twenty five quid. Woo! Which was cheaper than Golden Sun, I think. <laughs> That, well, that isn't but, too bad, but I still think that's steep for a DS game. Maybe it's just me, but, you know, I, never, I don't think... <laughs> it's never going to get any cheaper I know. than that. That's like... I'd, I'd want them to come in. You know, I'd want, like, new handheld games to be 20 quid on launch. <laughs> that's way too cheap. They're actually not that small games or whatever. I know, but it's like, you know, still like 25-odd quid for Sonic Colors DS. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but that's just a bad comparison. Yeah, I know. So I know it, Pokemon has the, epic... the Sonic Rush games were never long. Yeah, but but then what about the whole Pokemon hasn't really changed thing? It's like <laughs> they say that Black has the most shakeups of any of the sequels in the Pokemon series ever. But at the end of the day, it's still practically the same as Pokemon Red and Blue. 
Well, yeah, but I mean... It's the like, same. Even Final Fantasy can't... changed things. Not that... Well, if you're going to compare it to Final Fantasy, it's like you have to compare it to, like, the first bunch of Final Fantasy, and those were all quite the same. I suppose. It's like if you're going up to Final Fantasy VI. I guess. So, hang on, so how many <laughs> Pokemon games have there been? When can we expect the big shake-up of seven? Actually, I think, I think this one must be the seventh generation now, I think. Hang on, let me just let me just work it out because it's we've got red and then gold and then ruby and then pearl. pearl so this is then, five. No, because there's there's another one somewhere in the middle. I'm sure this is seventh. I don't know why. Uh, I don't think they, this is seven. Uh, I think it's probably yeah, they, unless you're counting like the greens and the yellows. Seven as like some. It's something to do with like the number of Pokemon or something. I don't know. I can never remember the generations, but that yeah. Should, because there wasn't another DS one in between Diamond and Pearl and this one, was there? Not though, no. I mean, there were some spin-off shits, like Miss Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, wait, there was another one, wasn't there? Because it had that Pokewalker thing. Right, what the fuck? Let's, let's just look this up. Right. <laughs> Here we go. It, yeah, you the fun times it. of internet in the middle of a podcast. Not that we're alone in that. I'm looking at you, Ryan Davis. Yes, but he does it significantly more stealthy than announcing his. I was like, right, let's just look this fucker up. Right, go on. <laughs> I'd help if I could find the right page. Although now all I can think about, damn it, I saw a picture of the cartoon series come up on Google just then, and now all I can think about is Gary, 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 Gary. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. for those who haven't seen it, you have to check out Ash's Retarded Adventure. It's like a YouTube poop of the cartoon, but it's freaking hilarious. It's like most, Thanks, most YouTube poops are crap, though, aren't they? But this one's probably good. <laughs> it's not probably good. It's <laughs> okay, it's... You find one bit of it incredibly hilarious. I find lots of it hilarious. It's like with Professor Oak, like, <laughs> like handing where the starter Pokemon should be. And it's like, here they are, your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it, it was maybe it's just a case of it being t- suitably tailored to your r- ridiculous polarity taste. You just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! LOL. Have you found this goddamn page yet? So we can move uh, on. Yeah, hang on. Right here we go. Oh no, that's the films list. That's not good. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, shit. Should I just be searching for this as you well? Probably. We I think you might be wiki challenge. You might be considerably less retarded than I am at this. Right here we go. Right, let's read this through. Uh, first generation was red and blue. Um, then there was the Pokemon Special Edition yellow. Um, yeah. What, that, does that count as a sec- well, separate I, generation? Or I what? don't know. I'm just trying to read through what this counts as. Was... Well, this list only goes up to five, oh, so oh, I guess it's oh, in the okay. five. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the... Um, we never. Well, maybe blue might have been considered second generation because we never. The original copies were red and green in Japan, so maybe blue. Well, was no, cons- I don't think that counts as. I don't think that counts as a generation. Okay. okay. Uh, right. Second generation is gold and silver. <laughs> Why are you just going to read all this? Yeah. Second generation is gold and silver. Uh, and sapphire, and sapphire. Diamond pearl, and then black and white. So it's fifth. So it is only five. Yeah. Told you, I win. No, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's strictly true. I think there's something to do with like spin-off games also count, or, or it's something, some weird organizational thing in the Pokedex, or God only knows. But anyway, 
So let's let's call it five. So it's still only it's five, five. Yeah. Then. So we've still got two more games. So, well, yeah, you've got to put the next one is going to be another rehash or something. Although FF Six is considered one of the best. Yeah. Um, of that, you know, although I admit it's not much different from Final Fantasy Four, and even Final Fantasy One followed similar rules. So yeah, FF Six is pretty still the same. But so yeah, as soon as Seven happens. Well, as soon as seven happens, it will move on from being sprites and everything will be actually rendered in 3D. Yeah, things it? will actually animate <laughs> rather than just standing there. Well, they animate in black and well, white. They, they move a bit now, but they don't like actually attack rather than just... They just jiggle on the spot a bit, and they, they yeah, still but, faint by falling through the floor. <laughs> but if you really <laughs> think about that, it's still going to be ridiculous if they ever want to. Because you just imagine, like, the whole idea of... Like the scale and the size difference between Pokemon or whatever, it's not really represented by any of the sprites that they've ever had, of course. Yeah, I know. You can't, you can't have something bite something else because that would have to be a very specific animation for that exact pairing. <laughs> I guess. Well, no, they could just do what you know old 3D RPGs do, and they just sort of walk up and slash in the general vicinity. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't work when you're not holding a sword or something. When it's like your mouth that has to be interact, like biting someone. Well, no, it's sort of, it, 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 you know, when um, surely you've come across the scenario where you've got a huge flying monster in, like, Final Fantasy or something, and your guy can't reach, so he just runs up to where it would be if it was standing on the floor, <laughs> uses his sword, and then somehow the thing in the air gets hurt. Oh, yeah, but I don't, I still think that it's like, but they could just, with a weapon. But even, even, like, the Pokemon, they could just hover slightly off the ground, you know, that would be fine, they could just make it work, I reckon. <laughs> They probably could. You know, it, it, it wouldn't be, be too bad. But yeah, maybe, maybe they you know, they could 3DFI most of the Pokemon. It would be a lot of effort, admittedly, especially if they're, the other... they're going to go and do all the old ones. You know, well, the, yeah. if, they, if they use the <laughs> entire like library. 700 of them or something. Yeah, that would actually be quite a challenge. You know, maybe they should cut it down because maybe it's got a bit... You know, if they're going to reboot it for the seventh, maybe they should actually reboot it. You know, well, I mean, it... now, now that they did the whole idea of black and white having an entirely new set of Pokemon for your first playthrough, mm. however that actually works, but in the, supposedly after you finish the game the first time through, all the other ones mysteriously appear somehow. I'm not entirely sure how that works. <coughs> I haven't got there yet. <laughs> it's going to take a while. <laughs> yeah. They, they, I did watch the reviews today, and you know they did say it's going to take you at least forty hours to get through the main. Um, it doesn't the main seem campaign. like it so far because <laughs> the world seems really tiny from what I've seen so far. Mm. It's like you go from like your starter town or whatever, and thankfully they've now that it's a new like continent or whatever, whatever the Pokemon World equivalent of America instead of being another one of the Japanese islands, right? They've decided to reset the route numbering system. So when the names are so weird. Well, yeah. Pig. So it's now it's like you started your starter town and you go out onto route one. <laughs> right. It's no longer like route 170, like it was getting up to. <laughs> but so they've reset the numbering on the route. But it seems like the world is so tiny because it's like you walk out of your starting town onto route one, then you walk through like one patch of grass, and then you're on to the next town. <laughs> like wait what what happened to this road maybe they just decided that the roads were too long but then it makes the world seem really tiny which is kind of a strange choice do you i don't know maybe they'll get longer do you think that maybe i mean you're probably the exception because you've played pretty much all of them but do you think like 
Pokemon fans are getting bored of this shit now. <laughs> well, they're still trying to, like, still vaguely trying to invent new ideas whilst still keeping the exact same mechanics that they've had forever, basically. Um, With their whole idea of, like, um, in Dome and Pearl, they put in team battles. And now, even further on the team battle theme, which is sort of what I, as far as I can tell, that seems to be what the theme of this game is about. Because you know how, like, in the old, old Pokemons, you'd go to, like, the professor guy, whatever the, whatever tree he was named after this time. <laughs> you talk to him, and then he'd Birch. like, pick one of these starting, starting Pokemon. Yeah, no, I think Birch was in Gold and Silver. No, right, okay, so what we got now? Um, <laughs> let's think, Elm? Have we had Elm? Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, um, Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think there was any Pine- Palm, Maybe Professor was- Palm with his reggae hair. Oh man, that would totally be awesome if there was a Pokemon that was set on, like, Jamaica or something. <laughs> Although, weirdly, uh, that's sort of like, who was that really fucked up one from the first series that looked a bit like a woman with giant lips? What, Jinx? Jinx. Yeah, for some reason she looks a bit like Rasta. Man, you are so racist. <laughs> well, not, because, not because she's got, like, the minstrel outfit going on. It's just something about the way she holds herself, you know. And the fact that it's probably the most... Re- Skip. No, actually, no. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. That, would, that no. would start sounding racist. I'm not racist. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you go to Professor Tree Man, and he's like, pick one of these free Pokemon, and then you take one. And then your rival comes in, and he's like, I'm going to take the opposite element, obviously, so we can have a fight or whatever. That's always what happens. And it's like your rival, who is like the one other person who lives in this town apart from you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then you, like, go off and then at various stages you fight them along the way. That's how it used to work. But now in this new one, in the American continent, apparently everyone is more friendly because you start out, you pick one of your, you pick your one out of the three starters, and, and then your two friends come and take the other two. And then shoot of course that them. Doesn't, that doesn't mean that you're not going to constantly fight them all the time <laughs> as you travel through the world, but they're friends this time, so it's okay. Okay, so you're not actually rivals, it's just like, how are you doing? Oh, that's great. That's so <laughs> it's like, how good. How are you doing? How are your Pokemon doing? Let's test it out. <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the whole idea of the, the, now that they're putting lots of emphasis on the multi-Pokemon team battles... That means, obviously, you're going to team up with your friends sometimes to have multi-fights. Because in Dome Pearl, they already introduced like the idea of having two at once. Yeah. Two versus two. But now in this game, apparently, it's going to increase to three versus three. Well, actually, three, different, obviously will make three sense. different players versus three different players, you mean? Well, you know... I've seen, I've seen three on three... Uh, I've, I've seen three on three team battles in videos, and I've seen rotate battles... Yeah. video, which look a bit messed up. Although, according to the um, reports, they only happen like three times throughout the entire game, so preparing for them or making sure your team is adequate for them is completely useless. You know, <laughs> like a complete waste of time. But, I mean, obviously the idea is, like, you're two friends and you, so you're going to only have control over one of them, and then there will be your friends, you know. that It makes sense that there's three of you. Okay. <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's going to be a, a, clearly going to happen at some point. But then, obviously, and extending the whole idea of like the team battles even further, it's like you get weird dark green grass in the world, dark green long grass, where wild Pokemon can appear in pairs. So it's like, I know, we're sort of going hardcore on this mechanic now. That's really the only mechanic that's different, right? They should have certain types of enemies that 
uh, uh, like naturally pack animals. <laughs> you know, like you should be able to get wolfed. Well, I mean, some wild Pokemon will will have the like teamwork moves or whatever. Hello, as it it seems like quite early on in the game. In fact, you get e- you can easily get like two or three Pokemon that it naturally develop team moves, which I guess sort of makes sense for this. The whole idea of team battles turning up a lot more. It's going to be weird, but yeah, that seems to be the new the main new mechanic. Everything else, it's fairly standard so far. And, of course, the other hilarious thing of <laughs> all new Pokemon, but look how similar they are to ones we've already had. <laughs> yeah. They've got to be running like, out of ideas now. Well, the, I guess the idea of making, like, totally new a totally new set for this game sort of meant they could reuse the old ideas again, but just make them slightly different, because you won't have the old ones existing to compare them with until after you finish the game. Mm. So it's like, it's okay to have things that are basically exact copies of things that we've already done. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's like, they, they have to keep the balance the same, is the thing, so they just have minor variants on the existing ones. Like, a, like, like, them... like uh, well, and they're, they're made obvious as well, like you said, like, like with Woobat. Yeah, some of them are a bit obvious. Whereas, like, you walk, first game you walk into, it's like, what's the replacement for Zubat? It's Woobat! A woolly bat. <laughs> that maybe is a little too ridiculous. And I'm not sure. Ch- it's like, we changed one letter and spelled it slightly differently. <laughs> Woo! And then you get, like, the circular rock Pokemon thing instead yeah. of a Geodude. And you get, I guess you could consider the. Um, like electrified zebra thing is basically the equivalent of the fire horse that you oh, got yeah, yeah. that you get. It's just like wow, these are looking kind of the same. And the tadpole Pokemon, like how you like uh, you had the polywag, well, yeah, that one polywag. Although the new one looks significantly stupider. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool as it sits on its little podium game. <laughs> it's so happy. Sort of. He's so happy. I wonder what that'll evolve into. Will it go the weird, like, polyworld, polyraft way where it just sort of gets beat? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really change from being a tadpole thing, it just gets beat. (laughs) It's like a a tadpole that's pumped iron. But then, I mean, there was one of the other generations' versions of that actually evolved into a frog thing. Actually, I think that was a special evolution of that same tree. It's like if you gave it some weird rock or whatever in the mid-stage it evolved into a frog instead of just getting beaved. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Lots of similar looking Pokemon that feel the same role. Please, basically. Oh, no, please tell me it was called Beefit. <laughs> Why did you think it would be called Because it's, it's, it's to... like beef and ribbit. You know, it's a Beefit. If anything's going to be Beefit, it must be some kind of cow. Or a ribby. Basically. Oh no, wait, a ribbeef could be a cow as well. You know, beef and ribs. <laughs> and we're in America, so that would that make more be... sense. Yeah, I wonder. I'm sure there will be a cow phone one, probably. Ruby. They had. They had. I guess they they had one <laughs> cow in on. generation one, and then like one cow in generation <laughs> two or three. You have to call it Moomon. <laughs> Moomon. <laughs> I'm sure it's not going to be called that. Well, what could it, well they could do a cow sheep cross and call it Mooton or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. That's sort of Mood ingenious. <laughs> but what does that even look like? Be a, be <laughs> a woolly, woolly cow. cow yeah. They already have a sheep. 
an electric seat Shoot. from gold and silver. Oh, yeah, I remember the electric seat. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Do electric like... sheep dream of androids is the question. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah, that's actually an interesting question, though, because as I was talking what? to you about... I was talking to you about the weird new thing, new features that seem to be in black and white. There's lots of weird online connectivity options where, like, one of the more ridiculous sounding ones that I haven't really been able to fiddle with because I'll I'll tell you why in a minute. But it's like one of the more ridiculous sounding ones because I was reading the manual to see what what was new. And it's like you like get a Pokemon in your computer box and then you like. Tell it to go to sleep, and then it then it somehow starts uh, starts a dream, and then you can go into the Pokemon Dream World via like uploading your save to the internet, and then you like walk around in someone else's Pokemon Dream World, and like you can do some kind of mini game or something to collect more items and Pokemon, and then in the real world there's like a special place you go to, and then some somehow the stuff from the dream comes into the real world, and it's like what the shit is all this about? <laughs> And I have no, it's like, it sounds like a pretty ridiculous system because it's obviously like trading some kind of metadata from other people's save files to like create a world for you to, to, I know, wander around in, I guess. But the trouble with it is that I went, I tried to connect to it and it's like, I eventually got my DS to connect to the router, which was the first problem because DS is being ancient hardware are severely incompatible with like most routers. Yeah, they're probably the, the DSIs are probably a bit better to be honest. But yeah, the, the original DS Fat don't support anything past web keys. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem. So I eventually got it to connect to the router, and it's like, oh well, I finally got the connection working. But then when I went to try and connect to this weird whatever dream game sync weird shit, it was like this is not working, and it's like error code, and I'm like. Well, why the fuck is this? So I went and looked on the website for it because it's it's also got like a web based some kind of mini game or some shit. Apparently, apart from that, all the stuff doesn't actually exist yet. Doesn't come online until thirtieth of March, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> so from the launch of this game over the entire world, it will already have been out for nearly a month before all this shit becomes available. That seems a bit slow. <laughs> Well, how long has it been out in Japan beforehand? Because I, I, I raised the theory that maybe they wanted time for players to have built enough of a, to have played the game enough, essentially, so they could build, have enough information, perhaps, to build this dream world. And... Well, I think it's already been out for like a couple of months in Japan, mm. but it's like every, they, it's like people will have finished the game by the time this additional feature comes online and it the by the way it's suggesting that, that it's like a way to get more items and pokemon and stuff it doesn't seem like an end game thing it seems like a something you know, to do on the way yeah something to, to get extra stuff to help you on your quest yeah it sounds a bit weird i don't know why that's not online i mean at well, least, they at probably least, didn't get it finished just... in time and thought oh it's an online feature we can get to that later <laughs> but to, for it to be nearly a whole month after the fact that's not getting there in time by quite a long way. Con- a whole consider after the fact for the European. Consider release. it DLC. <laughs> well, yes, so maybe. But then it's it's also a bit weird how it's like you get the ability to access that quite early in the story or whatever, but then you can't access it. <laughs> it's like, well, you were going okay. on about all the all the um, interface like problems because there are quite a few. It doesn't seem to take advantage of the DS properly well yeah it's like again with where they've like 
there's new options that they've set up for like where you can check check mark a specific window so it comes up in your quick menu or whatever and that and that kind of thing except you can't check mark you can't have the switching pokemon option in your quick menu so in order to in order to shift the order of your team if you're not in a battle you still have to bring up the normal menu and then go to the pokemon menu and then shift them around and then when you're in that menu where it's like the list of your six things and you 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 put them in the order that you want them to come out in or whatever Mm. You can't drag those, drag them around, even though it's on the touch screen and it's clearly just a list. And it's like, why can't I just pick that one up and move it to there? <laughs> I kind of think maybe we're a little bit spoiled by the iPhone in that respect. You know, they've they've shown us how you can just drag yeah, stuff but, to. Uh, but the trouble with that theory is that you still can drag things in other situations that are sort of similar. Like if you're in your storage PC where you store all your extra paper or whatever, you can pick their icons up and drag them around in the boxes and like drag them into your team and drag ones from your team into the box. It's like that works. And those icons are really tiny compared to the huge boxes that are on the six team. Yeah, okay, that's that like, pretty crap what? actually. <laughs> if, they, if they've already got a drag interface and they just haven't used it, you know, it would have made sense if they. Well, I'd say it would have made sense. It would have been sort of. There might have been. You could have thought there was perhaps some underlying reason why they uh, <laughs> sort of didn't do it originally. If the, if the entire menu was driven like without it, but yeah. because it exists elsewhere, it seems a strange omission to the menu you're probably visiting most often. In fact, even more so than the PC boxes, you can reorder the you can reorder the order that your moves appear. In the in your like move selection in battles, you reorder those that list using dragging, hmm. and that's like the next subscreen down from the from the ordering your team. It's like why, why did you fail so badly at interface? Hmm. And then the, the the whole like online connection dream world whatever. That's like you get a special thing in the story, and it's like you turn this on, and it also does various other like to other people in your vicinity it does like local wireless communication and that kind of shit which is never going to happen in Europe obviously no. <laughs> when are you ever going to be anywhere near anyone who's we're, we're not quite so time? densely populated with Pokemon as Japan no so I mean it's a neat idea for there don't get me wrong there's but... never going to get all, almost any use but you get this thing you sort of and... wish that would happen that kind of scenario <laughs> where everyone on the train has some kind of device and the yeah. cats are knocking pens off tables and uh, <laughs> you know but you you get that get this tool thing that lets you have the ability to do that or whatever. But that takes up the entire bottom screen, and obviously at the moment, because obviously I don't, I you know, I'm I'm in Europe, so I'm not near anyone, and the online thing doesn't exist yet. So the entire bottom screen is just completely useless. <laughs> yeah, it's a total waste. It's the fact that you can't turn it off that annoys me most. That well, you, you can't you have can more, off, more useful. So it's not active, yeah, but then it's you can't then, switch but then it's a completely blank screen. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I why can I not customize? Because I mean, even in Diamond and Pearl, the bottom screen had lots of information, and you could like switch through different pages and stuff, and like notebooks and counters and things you could push on the bottom screen all the time. Mm. It was like your watch or something, your super awesome watch. (laughs) (laughs) And then through the game, you'd like pick up new watch features where you could be like, "Oh, what's in my daycare center or whatever," and you can see actual useful information. And like touchscreen activities, even while you were so, so, you oh, so basically, what you're saying is it was actually all right, and they and, <laughs> yeah. and they broken it. Yeah, they made it worse again. No, there's no excuse for that. <laughs> 
is pretty fail. Of course, the, uh, the it's, is this a case of the, the odd sequels being the crap ones? It <laughs> could be, but I think maybe the the, With the exception of seven <laughs> when it comes. <laughs> yeah, theoretically, and maybe the there is like one possible way that might be excused is that if they sort of made that stuff not actually necessary. Because, I mean, like, what I used the bottom screen for in, like, Diamond and Pearl was, like, you have, uh, like, it keeps track of what's in the daycare center so you can see when your Pokemon have laid an egg so you know when to go and pick that up. Mm. And then then there's, like, notepad for, like, notes and then counters for keeping track of, like, how far you've walked and stuff. That was sort of useful information, but only if you got into the sort of semi- Hardcore grindy aspect oh. of the Pokemon games. Sorry, if you can hear, you've you got to deal with your yeah, cat. I have got to deal with my cat. She's uh, she knocked the pen off the table and is now consisting to kick it around the wooden floor, which makes uh, scrapey scrape noises. <laughs> we dealt with your cat. Shut now. it, Minimo. Shut it. Yeah, she looks sorry. <laughs> okay, good. So I, it's like I use some of the information on the bottom screen Diamond and Pearl for various sort of semi hardcore aspects of Pokemon once you get into the ridiculous grinding and breeding and all that kind of shit. But it's like, theoretically, if they've sort of got rid of that in black and white, it might not actually be necessary to have all this extra information any longer. Mm, but that maybe. doesn't excuse them not being able to drag stuff around. Or just <laughs> having something. like You know, just have the menu there all the time. Or, have, or, or yeah, have something or, on the bottom screen. You know, how useful would a map be? And that's... Well, not that useful. No, really. Considering the world seems tiny. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> And it's not a very complicated... It doesn't look like a very complicated map in total either. It's like the roots and It basically it forms a sort of hexagon, and then there's the little offshoot which leads to your starter town. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, this doesn't look very complicated. There's lots of... It's sort of less... It seems like there's going to be less, like, roads between cities and more, like, little sub-areas, like little caves and forests and stuff. Yeah, okay. Which is sort of maybe why it also seems smaller. You're not spending a long time travelling from one place to the other. It's all places. Some quests. <laughs> yeah. Although it also seems like it's all very gated so far, obviously. Where it's like, you can't go this way until you've done this. Go to this other place that's in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's typical, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just natural progression that keep you going to the right areas in the right order. Rather than you skipping to the end. <laughs> but it should be possible to do that. That's the kind of, or it's like there should be actual sub sub quests, you know. Sub force you to go to every place. <laughs> Make some of it optional. I mean, I have seen a couple of places where it's like, oh, I'm going to have to come back here because I don't have the ability to go down that last passageway or whatever yet. Backtracking. Uh, I guess that's also typical. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That is quite difficult. I mean, it's, it's it's. I'm never quite sure whether backtracking is like a a hated element or if it's deservedly hated. If you know what I mean, because sometimes. Well, it depends how it's executed. <laughs> because sometimes it works really well. Well, because it's like from what I've seen of this new Pokemon game so far, it's like obviously the main mitigating factor for Pokemon, even in the early early games, was the whole idea that you could get that ability, the fly ability, where you could just go to any town you've already visited mm. instantly. So that let you backtrack really quite easily, apart from, you know, if you'd seen something that was deep in a cave and you couldn't do it yet, it was like, oh no, I'm going to have to grind my way through a million shitty Zubats and Geodudes <laughs> <laughs> to get back there. 
but most of the time you can just fly to somewhere and be like, okay, it was just over here. And that seems to still be the case where it's like, I've already seen a couple of things. It's like, oh, I can just fly to that town once I get the ability. Provided it returns. Well, of course it's going to return. They're not going to get rid of that kind of shit. It's kind of important. Flying and cutting trees. (laughs) Cut that shit, yeah. And that's the other weird thing. Now all all of the... It used to be only the special abilities, but now all of the abilities that you can learn, all of the moves that you can learn through the like machines that teach Pokemon moves, those are all infinitely reusable. No longer one use. So now you can maybe actually be tactical about teaching your Pokemon weird moves. You can have an entire team of cuts. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Dirty cuts. (laughs) So... I don't know. I'm going to have to play that more, I guess. haven't got very far. At least the online trading system is still working, which was possibly the best thing that happened when the DS, with the whole DS's online aspect. Yeah. No longer do you have to have someone in the same room as you. <laughs> However, it does mean you can sort of perhaps break what made... I mean, is, is it sort of game-breaking in some aspects because of the... I mean, I know trading was always an important part, but the fact that you can do it now so early and, like because there's so many people playing it, things are quite easy to get hold of. Not really, because it's still very, it's still very, like, that's gated as well, because it it was always the system, even from the first Pokemon, where the number of gym badges you have determines what level of traded Pokemon will actually accept your commands. So it's like, once you get the first gym badge in this new game, you can keep control of anything up to level 20. Mm. So you can't get excessively over-leveled stuff and just power through because it won't obey you, is the idea. Oh, I see. Yeah. But then also for the for the like the online trading, you can only... Things that you want to get through the trade, you can only search for stuff you've already seen. So you can't just like <laughs> input the name of the le- oh, legendary oh, boss see. and then be like, I'll have that please. You can't just get the legendary <laughs> straight away and then... Yeah. I suppose that you makes can only sense. Trade, yeah. You can only trade stuff you've already you trained. Trade stuff so. that's in your Pokédex. Yeah. Which is all that, Presumably that, that doesn't work for the ones that only exist in the other game, or will you see them in... Well, you you might see them, because that was sort of how it worked in Diamond and Pearl, where a, like NPC people you'd fight would have them, so you'd <laughs> see them through the battles, but then obviously you'd, you wouldn't be able to get them apart from by trading. Yeah. It would just like unlock the ability for you to get them, basically. <laughs> and is there any major differences between the black and white editions this time, other than what appears in them? Apparently, there is, but of course, there's no way for me to actually tell because I'm only going to play one. Oh, no, true. You're not. You're not a fool. <laughs> no, but um, apparently there there is some quite significant change. Like the actual layout of some areas of map is totally different. I just can't believe and, like... I said you're not a fool. Play <laughs> words. <laughs> Specific fights and stuff might be different. And you're fighting against Team Plasma. Team Laser Explosion! <laughs> yep. Uh, they're, they're actually, the Team Plasma symbol that appears when you start a fight against them is actually quite lasery and it's like, and quite explodey. <laughs> it's like, you get, it's like a, a, like a shield with a P comes up and then the Z is like, and, like, <laughs> Zaps across it. Team Rocket. With a kind of a zappy explosion noise. Team Rocket blasting off at the speed of Rocket. Yeah, exactly. 
surrender now and prepare to surrender. <laughs> More Ashes Retarded Adventure. Hey. Um. So yeah, Team Plasma Room. I don't it's quite a weird whole like the whole story of this game so far. Where it's like Team Plasma want to free Pokemon from the oppressive rule of trainers. They don't want you training Pokemon. Release them into the wild, which we're going to do by just stealing all your Pokemon. Lol. Because that's all that the bad people in Pokemon ever do. <laughs> Steal your Pokemon and then just set them free so you can catch them again. That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what... Uh, obviously, there's, that's not going to be their actual plan. There's going to be some secret world domination thing going on at some point, I'm sure. Or, like, all the Pokemon that they're claiming to be freed will be, like, brainwashed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that, like, a little touchy <laughs> subject or something? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, actually, isn't that casting the trainers in the oppressive light this time? So you're sort of... Well, yeah, it does seem a bit like, you know, that sort of element of, heart, of like, actual, quite ridiculous sort of d- theological discussion about the whole idea of Pokemon where it's like, I oh, know... <laughs> I mean, are we? Are they? Uh, do Pokemon actually enjoy this? I don't know. Do they, do, yeah. Do they, do they enjoy kicking two shits out of each other? <laughs> so that may turn out to be slightly interesting. Would if Who Pokemon knows? ran wild, would they just eat everyone? Or you know something? Or would they just have a <laughs> have an enormous but, bloody fight and actually kill each other out because of the trainer? <laughs> because the 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 ecology of trainers means that they can actually be protected and survive. <laughs> Well, it's like the it's, that's the whole sort of problem with the Pokemon universe, isn't it? It's just like, how did humans evolve if all the, all these Pokemon are just running around being the shit out of each other all the time? Yeah. <laughs> that must be one hell of a dangerous environment. I mean, if the, if all these Pokemon have the will to fight each other, they must be yeah. they must be pretty violent things in general. Yeah, it's like everything must just get constantly. Bugged up by like, oh, it's just like, and if you just imagine like, oh shit, human civilization or whatever, where it's just like, here's a house, and then it's like a whole shit ton of bird Pokemon come out of there and just murder it, just <laughs> destroy just natural disasters that are just caused by animals. All the no, time. no, it's a bird storm because they're so ridiculously powerful as well. Is, is the other whole problem with Pokemon, and that's sort of shown in the game right at the start, where it's like you get your starter Pokemon and it's at level like two or whatever, and your friends are like, "Let's have a fight in your bedroom," and your whole bedroom just gets totally trashed. And it's like, "Holy shit, Pokemon are quite powerful, aren't they?" <laughs> it's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> well, how does this world survive?" <laughs> yeah, like when you fight in the grass, why does, don't all the trees around you just sort of fall over? <laughs> Yeah. Or how is there any grass to fight in? Yeah, exactly. With all like gust attacks and shit blowing everything around all the time, tornadoes, <laughs> yeah. giant random water- tsunami waterfalls coming out of nowhere, they do- surf attack, yeah. digging Pokemon, and uh, that can't be good for foundations. Making all kinds of ridiculous holes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> totally fucked up. I wouldn't want to live in the rock. I think at the least, my least favorite place to live would probably be the rock town. What with like Jesus rolling down the mountain all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh fuck, it's an avalanche of geodudes. <laughs> it's an avalanche with fists. <laughs> <laughs> it would quite kind of suck to. I mean, if you just think about the fo- the like in the first game, like the forest where you find the Pikachu's. How is that not just burnt to the ground? It's like lightning strikes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Pokemon is still ridiculous if you think about it, and exactly the same if you don't think about it. <laughs> it's always ridiculous. We'll see how that progresses. 
Is there a plankton Pokemon yet? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't think Pokemon can get microscopic. Has there been a budgie? Uh, maybe. There's too many birds to remember. Paracrat. There's definitely been parrots. Mm. I guess there was that thing that's sort, of like, sort of like a budgie. It was like, it's a singing Pokemon where its tail is like shaped like a note or whatever. I don't know. Parakeet. That sort of budgie yeah. is. So yeah. Enough Pokemon, I think. I rambled on about that for ages and I haven't even played it that much. <laughs> you probably talked about it more than you played it. Yep. Well, well no. no. <laughs> I think I've maybe played like six hours or whatever. Okay, not bad, not bad. Thank you. And that's only like three towns. That's I haven't even done the second gym yet. So, and there's what like eight of them. <laughs> so it's like let's do the same maps as I did for Sky's Arcade. Yeah, yeah. Actually, fighting <laughs> town must be pretty bad because you know it's not like you get many natural disasters; you just get beaten up a lot. <laughs> yeah, all well, the fighting Pokemon. In the wild, just walking around beating people <laughs> with their naturally forming gloves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's some awesomely specific evolution. <laughs> I can't pick up stuff to eat, but I can punch it the shit out. <laughs> I wonder how many of the Pokemon would actually like physically be able to survive in, just in the wild, but even without being able to beat each other up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Woobat. Just thinking about Woobat, the fact that it has, like, its wings are quite small for its bonk of wool. (laughs) The wool presumably doesn't weigh much. Well, no, and it could just be like a chinchilla-type disguise. Yeah, but it's like, like its legs are in there somewhere, (laughs) maybe. Presumably, (laughs) assuming it has legs. Just roll about and, like, what does it eat? How can it attack? (laughs) <laughs> it was just... Presumably it eats the same kind of thing that normal bats eat, like moths or whatever, flying around. I'm still a bit annoyed they don't make the Pokemon say their names, like in the cartoon, in the game. <laughs> yes, you're still annoyed by like, how they still use the ancient, old, shitty quality sound effects. Well, we don't know that. Maybe they've, maybe they've updated it for the, I for highly the new doubt it. Yeah, that, that is pretty crap. They should like redo the entire sound set, because all pretty... But it... The new ones don't sound too bad in places, although the monkeys do sound like a, someone scratching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fresh! But I, it, would be really anno- it would be kind of really annoying if they actually said words instead of sounds. Tepig! <laughs> tell me you don't want to hear that said as as, as you start a fight. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. Some of them would be funny. Pyro swine. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to see pyro swine. <laughs> I hope that exists. Well, it's like what you have to do is try and find try and find like the ridiculous archive of the millions upon millions of episodes of the Pokemon cartoon and find the one that has Pilo sign in. Because <laughs> then it will have to say it. I think last time I caught a glimpse of the like total number of episodes, it's like 900 and something. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but, the, the, but the thing about that is it's like that is definitely more than there are actual Pokemon. So it's not even a new Pokemon every episode. No. Any longer. <laughs> they probably had to do like Dragon Ball Z style, some fights, like maybe when. Well, when, yeah, when... I mean, obviously there was some epic like drama where it's like cut the, cut the end of the episode in the middle of a fight because it's like, oh no, you're about to fail. What's going to happen next time where you make your dramatic comeback? <laughs> Those who's that Pokemons must get repeated then, that means. 
Yeah, definitely. Who's that Pokemon? Unless they stop doing those, I don't know. Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. If they just started naming Pokemon after names as well. What's that in the grass? It's a wild Dave! (laughs) 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 And then we come in this exciting battle between Dave and... Jimmy! <laughs> well, that is always the classic, like, because you can give nicknames to all your Pokemon. Right. So it's like, go something. Mr. Sparkles. <laughs> Call them something hilarious. <laughs> Drug Rush. <laughs> Drug Rush. I wonder how much of a detection there is against swear words. Not very much, I suspect. Go, fuck weasel. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Shitfish. And that- <laughs> That is the other challenge. Oh, we found my this... level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the other challenge about, like, the stupid... They have they made, like, this stupid mail system where you can, like, write messages and then attach them to your Pokemon when you trade them and then, it's, like, the other people can open the mail and read your mail or whatever. <laughs> attach letters to your Pokemon. I'll just get a drawing <laughs> pin out. Stable. <laughs> but the, the... It's like, you can't... It's not free you can't input whatever you want it's like you choose of of like a phrase that has like two blank slots in it or whatever and then you choose words from the pokemon universe that go in those slots so obviously the challenge there is to make the most filthy thing you possibly can (laughs) using pokemon words (laughs) Mm. pokemon words it's got to have something to do with ball in it surely (laughs) yeah that could work but the thing is like it includes like all the moves that Pokemon have and stuff. Oh, and some okay. of those, you know, can get you can start thinking the hilarious combos of those that are quite dodgy. Long slash. <laughs> <laughs> well, slash definitely exists. So. <laughs> I, I bet there's bet there's a phrase that's something I need to blank. <laughs> is there a is there something called screw? Because that would be pretty bad. <laughs> Oh, I bet there is. <laughs> you, could, you could have a quick screw. <laughs> so yeah, that's the ever the ever classic challenge since they introduced that in Diamond and Pearl. Try and be as ridiculous as you can with those phrases. <laughs> it's on. Break the filter. It's on like Donkey Subtly. Kong. Spam doctors. So let's move on from Pokemon because uh... <laughs> well, I've talked about that forever. <laughs> We could probably talk about it forever or some more once I've played more of it. Ah, uh, well, yeah. I've, what uh, did you play again? Well, I've just got a message on my uh, on my iPhone from our guest that was to be. Um, but I'm going to do a Chris Miles and shun him. Shunned. Shunned. <laughs> Carry on talking for a moment while I, while I type. Wait, what, you're going to type a message reply to him to say shun? Shunned. Yeah. Um... So what should I talk about while Rob's busy? Who knows? Well, I just, won't take uh, maybe long. I'll, <laughs> it's not maybe like you I'll have to build, think very hard. Maybe I'll build up to the build up to what Rob's what what Rob should talk about because I think we should probably talk about Super Meat Boy again just so you can describe your pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we attempted what was supposedly the hardest levels in the game, or at least that's what you told me. Um, the hardest warp zone. The hardest sure. warp zone. Yeah, for for unlocking the kid. Um, from what was the game called? I want to be the guy. You want to be the guy, do you? Okay. Yeah. Um, 
the kid wants to be the, the guy. Be the That's guy. the plan. Okay. Um, which sounds like a ridiculous game anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, I really need to show you and Dad, like, a, a Let's Play of that or something. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we attempted those. Well, we, I say we. I attempted those foolishly. I told you how to find it. Yeah. And warned you of its ridiculousness. And then you, you proceeded to beat your head against it until you won. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't stop. It was like I started getting further and further through the levels. And it's like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. And then you finish one, and it's like, I can't waste all that time I just spent on the last level. I must do this. Three hours later, my hand was properly fucked. It's like, <laughs> that hurt all night, and still hurts a bit today. But there was also bowling, maybe condoms. Well, yeah, possibly. Well. We had gone temp in, actual temp in bowling, not wee bowling or any kind of connected <laughs> shit. Where, you know, there's, there was some weight involved. Um, there was some physical existence. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, things do physically exist. <laughs> Bowling ball, yeah. specifically. Physical exertion might have been a better term there. But, uh, yeah. So after exerting ourselves, bowling pins, um, yeah, uh, and, and then three hours of solid meat boy clutching an Xbox controller, um, I seem to have RSI'd myself the fuck. It's, oh. it's still not great. It didn't, I it didn't, only at least it didn't stop me typing today at my job, so I'm, I'm still hired. It's fine. <laughs> it's like I, I had only attempted that level for like 10 minutes and it, the first level of free I'd only attempted for like 10 minutes and then it was just like oh I can't be bothered with this at the moment and then I was like Rob you do it <laughs> <laughs> so now I know what I'm up against because I've seen you do the whole thing well will it be easier or harder on keyboard that's the question I was kind of hoping the levels would be more interesting because the second one's just boring because it's moving platforms and shit and moving platforms always suck well, I was expecting them to be a lot more like I want to be the guy, but then that would—I guess—that wouldn't have fitted with like because Meat Boy is all about like precision and timing, and like if you do the same thing every time, the same thing will happen. Whereas I want to be the guy is like nothing makes sense and ra- random shit flies into you and kills you all the time for no reason. <laughs> so I guess it wouldn't have really fit in with the Meat Boy styling. <laughs> they just made it a lot of spikes. Yeah, well, that was pretty cool though. That level. Probably took me the longest, didn't it? That first one. Well, yeah, I guess. Although the second one, well, well the second one probably took me less tries, but probably just as long because it's just kind of tedious and and slow. Slow, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was ridiculous. And now you got the achievement for getting the kid. I, I have the kid. Wait, <laughs> there, there could be some horrible jokes there. <laughs> I still haven't. I still need to go through and try and find the other two warp zones for the other two warp zone characters because I still don't know where those are. And then there's the impossibility of getting a shit ton of vendors. It's never going to happen. Oh, and I, also about Meat Boy, I suppose I should mention that I did actually unlock the last Dark World final boss, the the proper end. And then I tried that for like 10 minutes and was like, well, this looks a lot like the Light World version apart from possibly more difficult. I can't really be asked to spend an hour and a half <laughs> grinding away at this. But it was convenient that once I got to the Rapture, it was like, I only have to do 10 more levels so I can pick and choose through whichever ones are easy. <laughs> when are you going to get to the end um, the regular the end. regular end. I can't be that far away from it. I've just got... Oh, no, I've got to finish Rapture first, haven't I? Yeah. And then the end. You've yeah. only done, like, seven of Rapture. Rapture. Yeah. 
I'm quite some time away. I'll get to it at some point. But you know, <laughs> you'll get to it once your arm has. Well, yeah, once my hand has recovered, <laughs> I, need, I need to play slightly less <laughs> intensive games for a while. Meetings. <laughs> There's something about. It's not even like I, I, I had to sprint very much during those ones because the sprint is on right trigger. Hence, yeah. hence why some of the cramp, and I didn't have to really push it that much in this one. So it's... <laughs> but as usual, whenever you push it, you have to push it vigorously yeah. because that's just what Meat Boy does to you. Clench inducing. My, my, oh, my thumb doesn't bend properly. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Gaming injuries. Rather than my injury of bowling. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that was that Quite was impressive. pretty classic. That takes some skill to wind up a bowling ball, slide towards it, and then mash the ball into your own ankle. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, it was like it was the ankle that like cross it like crossed over. It wasn't the ankle nearest the hand that the ball was in, which I guess is sort of the way you actually stand in bowling, really. Yeah, because the front foot yeah. sort of crosses over the back foot. It's supposed to if you do it well. Yeah. yeah, but I totally misaimed and hit myself in the ankle with a volleyball. What? Which was awesome <laughs> and ridiculous. It did look pretty, pretty hilarious, I have to say. And unfortunately, I'm it didn't result in anything awesome, uh, where it's like, if I'd got a strike anyway. Yeah, that, that would have been super sweet. I, 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 I couldn't really give my sympathy at that stage. It was too funny. <laughs> yes, that was pretty hilarious. Bowling injury, and actually, I my hand kind of ached, ached in the ached this morning, and my back. <laughs> Physical exertion, oh fuck! <laughs> God, we're gonna be screwed when we start playing golf again. <laughs> totally, that, that's all back fucking. Yeah, and arms, and this and, ar- and hands and wrists and like skin from the grip. Oh, my wrists will be all right, hey, but. <laughs> <laughs> Get that one in. Skin is the, always the problem, yeah, I, I think. Te- like te- the hands. Tears up your little finger. It's that, it's Even that when bit you of skin, have the gloves for the other hand. Yeah, it's that bit of skin under it. Yeah, you need gloves on both hands. What the fuck is the deal with only wearing it on one hand? Because it's always <laughs> the other hand that then gets fucked. <laughs> yes, Possibly but... by the other glove. <laughs> but the, that would be pretty funny if you just turned up wearing two gloves. <laughs> You'd look so stupid. Right, oh. I know I said I'm shunning him, but Matt's going to enter the server in a second. So, uh, Is it going to properly create a second recording track? Yep, it should do. This will be a good test. <laughs> Otherwise it will sound great when we just carry on talking Li- to, to no one. Live testing. <laughs> this is how it's done. No pressure. How long have we actually been talking so far? We've actually got an hour and a half on the clock. No shit. <laughs> so he's got 45 minutes to out-geek us. That's, this is the, he makes the bold claim that he can out-geek us. <laughs> we'll see what he's been playing that, that's the important factor I don't know if I'll be happy or sad if that happens it's probably a good thing if that happens let's let him do it I like how you're talking about him behind his back here as well yeah, he listens, it's fine <laughs> no, but he won't hear it before he starts talking hi <laughs> no, he's not here yet sorry. well, shortly is a bit longer than shortly what, what, what shall I talk about in the yeah, meantime? I'll talk, about, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about And Yet It Moves very quickly, because uh, as oh, yeah. part of my indie bundle I purchased over the Christmas period, I finally got around to starting that. Because um, you finished Reciteer. Because I finished Reciteer, yeah, uh, after Loop 2. And, like, I don't know, how long have I been playing that? It's been a fucking age, isn't it? It's for, for, for an indie bundle that cost me four quid, that's a lot of hours. Well, it's a lot of short periods for you. Well, yeah, I played it in hour bursts. You do it in small chunks. Yeah. In our bursts during my lunch times at work, um, probably shouldn't have done. I don't know if that's yeah. 
a good use of my time because afterwards you're just kind of in that sort of post game um, <laughs> hype. Well, not not even hype really. It's like it, well, it'd be hype if I was playing Team Fortress, but because well, it's yeah. Racketeer and you're just sitting there going buy, sell, sell, buy, buy, <laughs> what, sell. relaxing. Yeah, in a way, you're, you're kind of too chilled after it. It's like got to do some work now. Engage brain, damn it! All <laughs> oh, right, yeah. According to your Steam stats, you played hours. it for twenty-two hours. 20, yeah, twenty-two hours. Twenty-one, twenty-two. It says twenty-one online for some reason. Why does it say twenty-two on it? Says twenty-one point seven. Oh wow! <laughs> Nearly twenty-two hours. Effectively twenty-two hours. And so that's like. And I might actually play it some more just to get through the last dungeon. That uh, <laughs> that's there, and that even that's not the end of the game, of course. No, because it just it's goes endlessly. Weirdly balanced. The, like, you don't even get all the characters by the time you finish the last dungeon. <laughs> or whatever. Oh my word. In fact, doing the last dungeon unlocks the ability to get another character. Strange. Yeah. I should maybe go back to that again at some point, but, you know, that's that's in the same vein of Torchlight. Yeah, for like, the Horde. I can carry on playing this forever. <laughs> for the Horde. Well, Torchlight's out on Xbox soon. If, if not already out. Yeah. Oh, that might have happened this week. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. To much the weird thing is, is that they're, they're advertising it on 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 Xbox Live in under the house party section because it's like, oh, the best games for arcade, and it's like Torchlight is in no way a party game. <laughs> no, it's not, not even, even slightly. It's not even multiplayer. <laughs> it doesn't even have a smell of multiplayer weakness, or you know, whatever. Words. It's like pretty colours. It, it is pretty colours, yeah. Um, if you want to entertain some people without them having to do it. And, and there's a girl in it. <laughs> that counts. Boom. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a pretty loose link. Yeah, just a bit. I don't quite know what it is. Although I have to say, I do quite like how Xblar now has a there's a button on its spotlight now that links you to all the deals that are currently on. Right. It's not possible to miss a deal now. Like, and there's even a special section for recently reduced stuff. So if you check back there, you can actually see that um, uh, you know if if there's something you've actually been looking for has permanently come down in price, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Finally, some decent additions. Although I did get a, my my X Bly was up for my X Blive Gold <laughs> was, uh, was 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 up for renewal, and this this nice little reminder came up saying like. Get now and you'll get an extra free month and we'll send you a game. And it's like, really? What are the choices? Well, there's Halo Reach, which I have, Fable 3, which I don't want, and then two Connect games, which I can't play. Um, <laughs> so that's fucking useful. So, But they haven't even sent me the email. That, you know, Supposedly they were to send me an email after I signed up to say, right, they'll fill out a form and we'll send you your free game. That hasn't happened. So I'm going to hold off for a bit, try and find out what the actual T's and C's were for that. Otherwise, Microsoft are being cocks. <laughs> but yeah, just a forewarning. <laughs> yeah. More on that later. <laughs> Although, some seriously good news. And, you know, a bit of me is almost tempted by. Oh, hang on. We have company. Do they have a mic? <laughs> this is a vital, important part of it. That's kind of important. Silence. Oh, that's a good. Don't stop talking. No, otherwise you might end up with quite a lot of silence. Talk about what's it called while we've still got time. Oh yeah, but I've uh, yeah. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, I was going to quickly mention Beyond Good and Evil HD on Xplar. 
Seriously, at 800 points, it's a steal. It's a fantastic game. Of If you want a short eight-hour version of Zelda, then that's where you go. Seriously. They're meant, still meant to be making two, aren't they? It's never been properly confirmed nor cancelled. It's like it just sort of <laughs> didn't happen. It's frustrating as hell. Like they teased it. It's like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It hasn't happened. Am I in? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hello! Sorry, I would have been here sooner, but I was on my way back from seeing Hall Pass. <laughs> Hall Pass? Is that any good? It's, it's hilarious. It, it's base humour, but it was hilarious. Is it, is it like, is it, is it anywhere near as good as The Hangover? No, I, I'd say that's, it's a very, that's a, a target for it to hit. That is a lofty goal. It's a very lofty goal. Um... I would say it's a little bit under. It is supposed to be. Um, Stephen Merchant sort of makes makes up for a lot of what's left. Alrighty. Yeah. I think we have some slight lag issues on your end. That sort of cut out a little bit when you mentioned someone's name, but uh, <laughs> but whatever. We'll roll with this. It's fine. Um, yeah. So hello. This is. Uh, let me introduce you to the uh, lack of listeners. Um, we have uh, Matt Macon on the line, who, as I made, said earlier, made the bold claim he's going to out geek us. Did, did I do that? I don't know. Well, you were. You might. Have, you might have been inebriated. <laughs> oh, oh, was that on Rob Friday when I you made that claim? When I was in Ollie's. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I was drunk. I, I can't possibly. I can't possibly. I think I've set myself up to fail here. <laughs> it's so on. It's on like Donkey Kong. We will remain yeah. undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, so to that a very end. low bar, and if anything, anything that goes above it is a bonus. You know, this is quite cool actually in a way because it sounds like you're ringing in on a telephone. It's, 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 really it's like you're doing a proper radio show and talking to Reddit. <laughs> this is incredible. Right. Improve. <laughs> Not. Wait, what? It's good. Muted, unmuted. What are you doing? Uh, no, I, <laughs> no, I let I let on, on the laptop touchpad. I forget it's that sensitive. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Let's actually <laughs> talk about. Let's use you while you're here. Um, failing any kind of crazy mishap with recording and blah 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 blah. Let's do the usual. What have you been playing in recent times? Um. Ooh. What have I been playing lately? Um. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is probably the one. Well, before my Xbox decided it was going to have a temperamental week. So I haven't actually been able to play a lot, um, or get any further than the loading screen. But so yeah, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <laughs> is it a nice loading screen? Uh, yeah, I'm spending a lot of intimate time with it between that and chucking my controller across the room in frustration, really. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> no, it's it, it's a good game. I mean, if, if... can you recommend it off the off the off the loading screen alone? <laughs> no, I have. I managed to get a good few weeks out of it before I had the problem. So it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I, I can forty quid worth of sweet loading. Yes, sweet sweet loading. It's, it's almost it's, it almost helps back to the days of slow loading times on PC games. And load. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it, it's a good game. With this one, you really need to have at least played Assassin's Creed Two first because it oh, okay. it lit the story. Lit if you're playing single player, literally picks up where you left off at the end of the last game almost. So, you're so we're still with Ezio rather than Cockbite Altair then? Yeah, yeah, oh, oh basically. We're with... Sorry, that again. We're with the proper character we're with this time. <laughs> not, not, the, um, not the guy in the 1100s with the suspiciously American accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi there. 
I feel like killing some dudes. <laughs> yes, and I'm off to Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the way in the pilgrimage bus with the, getting their beers on. It's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I, 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 I never, as, as you may have, like, in previous editions of the cast, I never managed to play very uh, far through the first game, partly because I got bored, and uh, partly because it didn't work very well in DirectX 10 on occasion, with the floor disappearing, Ooh. but... Uh, Presumably, you shouldn't have any of those on on Xbox, really, because it should be designed. For yeah, that. I mean, once the game actually loads, it's fine. <laughs> so, uh, um, I mean, is it is it like a bug, or do you reckon it's just yours? I've got an ominous feeling. I wonder if it's a corrupt save file because it it goes absolutely fine. You go do 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 do, um, get to your menu, select your single player, select the uh, the file to load, and it, you know more menus should do that. Yeah. Go do 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 do. That really should. That that would really help. I mean, it would stop me having to go do 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 while I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing next. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. You leave it on the menu long enough that the menu starts <laughs> starts entering itself for you. <laughs> yes, in the future we will have self-entering menus. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. That does sound kind of like you don't know Jack, though. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like if you don't put your name in, it just gives you a random yeah. name. I'm going to call you Tinkle. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? That's it. That, that's how children will also be named in the future. <laughs> what, Tinkle? <laughs> you buy Tinkle. I was going to say a, a random, random name-generating software. Well, yeah, if you, if you ever get bored and need an idea, fire up you don't know Jack and leave it, see what happens. And call your kid the first name it comes up with, I dare you. <laughs> to be honest, it's be better than most of the names celebrities you for their children at the moment. Apple. Apple. <laughs> That's a pretty bad one. I'm still waiting for one called I. Wasn't there one something the other day? It was named after something ridiculous. I still think naming them after places is pretty bad. Like, I don't like the name Brooklyn. No, no. <laughs> something. Well, crazy, crazy people on the internet are always. Rename, getting officially renamed to stupid shit like Optimus Prime yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I mean, Brooklyn's back. Could be worse. You could be called Nuneaton or something like that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Mr. Prime. <laughs> yeah. No, please, please call me Optimus. <laughs> well, how would you shorten that? You know, if you had, a, if you had to, like, now you've actually called yourself Optimus Prime. Surely you need a nickname amongst your friends. Are they just going to call you Oppie or <laughs> or? <laughs> Uh oh! It's Oppy or Primey. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, uh, Op would probably be the only one that'd be anyway sort of relatively normal, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm down with my Op. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's good for it's good for the gang culture, if nothing else. <laughs> and then you tell him what it stands for and get promptly murdered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The game. Yeah. I can, I can find out after listening to the podcast. I can find out how easy it is to go off tangent. <laughs> yeah. Surprising, we don't do it more often. Especially when we're not under control by Dan yeah. being a proper host. Rob's bad at hosting. <laughs> the, 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 the host Nazi. Oh, yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, it, it's got minor improvements on the second one. It, it it stuck with the what I found was better between Assassin's Creed 2 and the first one was Assassin's Creed 1 was very repetitive in that you just went from city to city and did identical missions to gather so much evidence if you will to find your target whereas Assassin's Creed 2 had a bit more of an arc to each mi- and each sort of mission was part of, a, part of the storyline in a greater puzzle. Less of a pattern. Yeah, less of, there's less of a pattern which I really enjoyed with the second one. I, 
absolute. I bought it just after it came out and sort of literally went six days in isolation and, and blitzed through it. <laughs> I think I've got about 800 to 1,000 odd possible points nice. <laughs> on the achievements, which was quite impressive for me because I tend to sort of average around the 400 mark of a game. Yeah, for those lengthy ones, that's quite a t- challenge to actually get above half yeah. um, of the points. I'm still a bit yeah. pissed off, actually. I was talking about Red Dead earlier, and I'm eight hours in, and I have 65 <laughs> achievement points. Oh, that's, that, that's, that's quite weak. <laughs> yeah. know, it's, quite, it's quite harsh. I, I did that. I still haven't finished it with Grand Theft Auto 4, so I'm going back to sort of Rockstar again, really. I've spent quite a lot of time on that. I'm still nowhere near finishing the storyline, and I think I've got about 70 points. Woo! It's ridiculous. And you, just, you spend ages doing one thing, and you go, congratulations, and this is five worth five points yeah <laughs> about 45 minutes trying to unlock this particular achievement it only goes to show just how obsessed Dan has been with Red Dead that he's managed to max it that that's very very impressive go Dan go Dan holding up the rest of the team go Dan <laughs> go Dan <laughs> holding up I just got that that was terrible <laughs> holding oh. up the team your money or your life yeah. <laughs> oh dear. See, now I'll just yeah, see, it was bad, wasn't it? That was, that was, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's grotesque. Move it on. That is not even bad, but it's good. It's just, just bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we agreed. <laughs> Consensus. <laughs> so, if you hadn't already played Assassin's Creed 2, would you recommend jumping into that before Brotherhood? Even now that Brotherhood's out and better. Um. Ooh, good question. I mean, in terms of picking up, I don't I mean, have it many. On, Enjoy it. It, <laughs> it depends on how much storyline bothers you in a game. If you just want to get to the point of I want to be a sneaky assassin and jump off the rooftops and take up take out various renaissance, no. then no, just just buy Brotherhood. But if you think you actually want to understand. Um, what the hell's going on, and why, why the Borgia, why the Borgias are so pissed off with you, and and why you're sort of you're actually hooked up to a computer and living your ancestors' memories? Then yes, I'd probably say at least play the second one. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to be the the theory that although Assassin's Creed One set some good groundwork, that nobody really liked the story that much, and the mechanics were boring and. Well, I love Dan's arguments the most. Altair is a cock. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's basically, actually, the opening sequence of Assassin's Creed, he's basically a cock. killing a defenceless guy. Yeah. yeah, he just sets himself up, and there, there, there seems to be this almost, they're trying to redeem redeem him for the game, but you, you feel no sympathy for him. You're like, well, yeah, even when he has the, the big changing moment at the end with the, with the guy who lost an arm and it was his fault to start the game and they're all sort of buddy-buddy again. You kind of feel, when, when you have Altoy's lines, there's no actual empathy in his lines. He still sounds like a bastard even though he's apologising. Yeah, you, know, you don't really <laughs> want to be him half the time. I, I have to say, I've I mean, spent most of my time in Assassin's Creed 1 avoiding the story and just um, mm. finding the flags because that's kind of cool in a weird way, sort of just trying to see where you can climb and where these things are hidden. And knowing yeah. you've got a couple left, and it's like, oh, well, actually, it does have that annoying moment where it's like, in this town, I was like, shit, I've got one flag left to find in this massive place. Where the fuck is that going to be? And uh, Yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. You, you get to do a similar thing in the second game with, with feathers replacing flags. Okay. 
And I had that cool, um, like, little clinky, plinky piano thing when you picked them up that I always liked. The sort of... Yeah, that, that, that's a little plinky thing that seems to have carried across all three games, actually. Yeah. You use it for a little bit of a mini-achievement. It's almost easy. Yay! It's up and plinky plonky. I plink yeah. for victory. Yeah. The other, th- the other good thing was... A good thing... Start that again. <laughs> the se- with the sequels, was um, the side bit of being able to build up in the second game, you could build up not your your uncle's home village and open shops and you you would have an income oh, okay. which you could, which you could bank and then uh, and they've expanded that um, in Brotherhood because you can basically rebuild Rome you can remove enemy influence and open stables and blacksmiths and stuff and you, you even own a brothel at one point which is always interesting especially for any aspiring pimps that are playing oh, the game. Right. <laughs> so that you two can sort of follow your dreams and achieve your goals you can reach your girls <laughs> I, ne- I, ne- I never thought I'd be able to sort of mention pimps in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood in the same sentence before tonight pretty sure you could I mean you know you, you, there's a brothel I mean I didn't think it was that difficult <laughs> <laughs> no no well not opening it's fine I suppose it's maintaining well, it it'll be anything. don't See, that's the stuff that sort of worries me, to be honest. All the kind of, like, you're, you're supposed to be an assassin. You're not essentially supposed to be changing the town and, the, like, the fundamental yeah. part of it. A bit of me worries that it's all going out of scope a bit. Like, that, that, that you're, you're getting beyond your boots. Yeah. Into well, impossibility. No, the, the whole point of Brotherhood, Brotherhood is you can then, once you sort of start taking ownership, you can then start recruit. you can start rebuilding the Brotherhood, because without spoilers, there's a whole point that you basically, the order's decimated within the first mm. ten minutes of the game. Um, so you, you, you've got to rebuild, um, which is quite good, because once you own certain properties, you can then, you have events where you can go and save citizens from corrupt guards mm. and recruit them on. And you can send them off on missions, and that so it, it all does tie together it, it makes, nicely. It, it sounds like it the, makes the more sense in this one cool. than it did in two. Yeah, with two, but with two it was quite good because it was a very small thing. It was basically a way to build up the amount of Florence you had, so you could buy yeah. cool weaponry and armor. That that was all it was, and I think it took me a total of about a day to sort of max it out. Whereas this is actually quite a challenge because one, you've got to remove enemy influence from an area of the city, and then start buying stuff. Two levels, which is. A bit more the problem is, it's incredibly distracting if you want to try and finish a storyline because you'll think, no, I'll, I'll just, I'll just set fire to one more enemy tower and then I'll, I'll, I'll just build this and I'll, you know, I'll just send. I'll just set fire to one more hat. Can you set fire to someone's hat? Yes, basically, that's about it. I don't know why that just suddenly interested me. Like just seeing someone run down the street no. with my, my hat on fire. I don't know. That's a, it's, it's almost a legitimate question. <laughs> almost. <It's something> maybe. <laughs> Because the thing is, it may be that I get to play all the start bit again. I can maybe concentrate more on the hat fire <laughs> issues. If it is a corrupt safe, I don't know. Uh, I, feel, I feel it ought to be explored. Just nothing. Just well, no, I, I, I'm still bitter about the loss of my trilby over a year ago. So it's, uh, you know, I have to act out hat-related <laughs> vengeance. I'm gonna, I didn't even realise you'd look. I yeah, how could you forget it? It was sweet. It was sweet, and I'm actually deeply disappointed. I'm glad you did spend a long time in the back of your car. If anyone out there knows the location, you did spend a long time in the back of my car. It's like my it was like the hat for the right, the rear right seat. But (laughs) anyone sitting in that (laughs) seat may have claimed that hat. Could be, could be. Bastards. Good. Yeah, and people always want to nick cool hats. I I had a friend who had a sort of a genuine replica Lemmy hat, (laughs) Lemmy motor. Unfortunately, he decided to wear it to um, a Monday night at Zest and. 
in a large crowd of people, it sort of got passed around and, and never really got passed back. Yeah, to I my ended friend. up with a pair of aviators for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's almost like it's almost like a swap shop. Uh, if you have two, two accessories and a nightclub, you just end up. Well, the thing was, I knew who they belonged to, so I was trying to keep hold of them so he didn't lose them or anything. It's just that in the end, he didn't take them back. I was like, oh, I've still got these. And there's nothing wrong. Every person should have at least one pair of aviators in in their in their cupboard. I find there's always there's always some time some point in your life when you're going to need a pair of aviators. I'm not entirely sure you'd need more than one though, because it's not often you go flying. Well, if you're a pilot, even then you're inside a cockpit. You know, you don't really. Am I missing something? What are aviators <laughs> for? Is it? <laughs> well, I was thinking. I think more look cool. You've all got redundancy belts. Should you happen to lose in a nightclub and they end up. But then I might friend. need to get like a gay jacket, you know, a specifically gay brown leather jacket with a fairy bit around the collar, and uh, and an eagle yeah. on the on the on the on the shoulder. <laughs> Not, don't forget the white scarf. Oh yeah, it's got to have the white scarf. Two pip. <laughs> white scarf. Uh, and 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 the pen on the side. Away. That's right. Smoke me a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not the right reference. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Shitburgers. <laughs> Oh, cramp. Oh, oh my foot's, so, yeah, oh, my foot's cramping. Yeah, so I mean, oh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> this is great radiation. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. So, anyway, whilst Rob's cramping me, I mean, that, that's all I've got to say on, on Brotherhood, really. And apart from that, I've, I mean, since, since the, the, the hard drive incident of last week, really, as, as I'm naming it, all I then really do is I've booted up an NES emulator on my laptop and played lots of Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Man, yeah, that is proper old school. Is it because you daren't risk your that Xbox is. with anything else, or? It, well, it's that well, what I get frustrated with it, and, and we have this relationship, my Xbox. I get frustrated with it, and it doesn't get used yeah. for a few days. <laughs> to let it really, really cool down. <laughs> it's like you've had a it fight. Is, yeah. The I'm always content. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, you just have a few days apart, and you come back stronger. Should we Although... talk about the original <laughs> Super Mario Brothers as you brought it up? It's not something I think we've covered before. <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. I, I think it's quite interesting. Um, well, basically, it's the same age as me, which is the yeah, best. It's, 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 nice. it's like we're, we're, so we're I, from I the Mario same, year. <laughs> we are from the Mario year. I suddenly realised this and it loaded up the other day and it had copyright 1985. Shit, yeah. And I suddenly dawned with the realisation games as old, or probably slightly older than me, as I was born at the tail end of the year. <laughs> um, it's... It's still addictive. That's the thing for me that I've, I've booted up. It's still, you want to keep going back and you want to see if you can get one world first. So you're hardcoring you it then. You're playing it properly rather than using emulator save states. No. Uh, well, I'm not, using, <laughs> I'm not using emulator save states. I am being ridiculously old school and I dug out the warp zone. Hey. How about well, everyone knows, everyone knows that first warp zone though. Yeah. I, that is a classic. Discovering the little known last one that will actually get you to World Eight, which I found recently, which which Damn. is quite nice. But I, I, every so often I do try and set myself a speed challenge or sort of. No, I'm not going to use the warp zones. I'm not going to use save state. I'm going to actually play the game <laughs> properly and it. complete every level in order to finish it. Yeah, I've got I've got as far as seven seven three. Wow. Okay. That, that, that was my best. I think that's run. actually further than I ever got playing it properly. Yeah. I suppose than I ever got playing it on an actual NES. And again, I'm not sure I've played it properly start to finish since I was about 12. <laughs> it was probably, it was, there was a 
probably a good decade between me booting up this emulator early in the year and um, and actually playing it on an NES because I I was always a say I was a Sega kid me but I'm actually looking Hell's at my yeah. Drive, which is set up next to my Xbox as we say. But my um, my cousin down in Cornwall had an NES, and that was always part of a treat for me as a kid when we go down for the annual summer family visit. We go around to my auntie's house, and me and my cousin, who's only a couple of years older than me, would sit and play Super Mario Brothers all day. Awesome. The, the adults downstairs and spoke about. I got me. I did have that problem with my cousin because I, I used to be a Sega kid, but only be, only because I didn't own consoles myself. So it was like, go oh, my cousin. Oh, he's got an NES. Oh, he's got a Mega Drive. Shit, let's just let's, let's blitz through Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I've got Jungle Strike plugged into my Mega Drive at the moment. Jungle Strike, man, those games were hard. <laughs> they were. You had to write down a password. You had, you had like the, the thirty. But yeah, it took me like over an hour to finish one of the levels, and then you get a password to get to the next level. Um, and yeah. it's like if you're so frustrating if you died like fifty minutes in because it's like, damn it, so close. Yeah, well, you, you, just any time you die when you had about one objective left on a map, and you'd just be so demoralised you wouldn't play it again. It's, it's weird. You go back and play old games, and just I don't remember them being as hard as they actually are. Is it? I mean, did we all go through a period in in like our tens, <laughs> like when we were like ten or eleven, where we're just suddenly amazing at these like old school games? Because you play them now, and they are solid. <laughs> yeah, I think we've probably gone soft because we have hard drives now. We can save things. Yeah. We can save in the middle of a You level. can go back like a and few minutes rather than a few hours. Yeah, pretty much. And I think maybe I think I've gone soft because I think it's a case of uh got it, I'm not gonna try that because I've got a save point five minutes ago, whereas you were really much more cautious with these games because you knew if you lost all your lives, that was it. You were back at the, the very beginning of the game, not the start of the level. Yeah. The beginning of the game. <laughs> Unless you remember to write down the password. You know, actually finishing a game was one hell of an achievement back then. Yeah. yeah finishing it nowadays, it's, really it's like, oh, you finished it? Oh, okay. And I can see why they do that mm. because it's kind of like uh, developers want people to see the ends of their games because there's like dramatic finish and storyline and... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's because these modern, modern more modern games have actual storylines instead of Mario, where it's like, go and save the princess, and then you do. princess is in another castle. I need to that's emote. A, that's the point. That's the thing, cause if you had a proper storyline, you'd be asking why Mario had gone to seven wrong castles before he found the right one. <laughs> oh, this map is shit! <laughs> because apparently Toad is completely useless. He's like, is it another yeah. castle? But I don't know which one! <laughs> <laughs> I don't basically, know he's any got, more information. I'll just do whichever one's nearest. Oh, wait. He's got a Duff Satnav, is what it is. It's Duff Satnav. Yeah. Well, they didn't have Satnav in the so 80s. You... That was a problem. He was probably reading from an out of dead date A to Z of the Mushroom Kingdom. But... <laughs> yeah. It says it go this way. It just can't be wrong. It's in the map. It, 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 it's, it's what he's saying there. Basically. Yeah, basically, Mario didn't give me a very good impression of Italian people. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where some of my accidental <laughs> racism comes from. <laughs> Also, yeah, they're short, have moustaches, and don't ask for direction. No, and a pretty mean to mushrooms. <laughs> and turtles. And, and turtles, yeah. And anything that looks like a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Poor unfortunate Goombas. They're just walking along, minding their own business. They're not really outwardly attacking you. They're just sort of there. The bastards. Oh, 
<laughs> I wonder who came up with the design for Goombas. That that was the only thing that got me. What's got to be Shigzy, surely? This Italian plumber to jump on. It's, it's got to be, be Shigzy. He, he must have come up with most of the designs. Wouldn't it be ironic if he was on mushrooms at the time? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's not what irony would be. No. It would just be it would just be the truth. You know, it's like what what, what, what have I got a lot of on my desk? Mushrooms Tragic, tragic truth, you're tripping out on mushrooms when you design a mushroom character. Yeah, he could have got his um uh, mouse confused for a turtle or something and thought, Oh we'll put one of those things. <laughs> Yeah. Just start slightly hallucinating common objects. Like, what would the Hammer Brothers be? Oh no, he just had someone in the office doing some, doing some work, you know, bending some pipes or whatever. Oh, yeah, plumber! Yeah. There we go. There's the link. There we go. Yeah, you got the pl- you got the plumber and the hammer in one fell swoop. There, <laughs> man, they're my crazy days. Crazy it's days. That's the eight- that's basically, that's the eighties. I don't know me. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one drug fueled haze sort of Italian plumbers and walking mushrooms. I against blue hedgehogs was kind of a uh, kind yeah. of a stretch. Oh, so why, why, why were hedgehogs fast? How could they have possibly have been? Uh, maybe that was just an excuse to make him curl up into a ball, I guess. But and the blue. Did anybody ever read in the nineties Sonic Sonic the Comic game with a bloody rubber band? Broke it this, <laughs> broke it this time. It, would it be wise for Naomi to take the rubber bands away from you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, no. I almost like the way Sonic the Comet in the 90s tried to explain why he was born. Oh man, that was awesome. Was the original said, story. <laughs> like the made up storyline for Sonic. <laughs> like that wasn't actually in any of the games. It was properly sweet. <laughs> like... It was like the, the whole story Dr. of like King the Chaos Emeralds and, and the and the and the power rings came from an experiment to suck in all the evil, and uh, yeah, and the fact that Doctor Robotnik was called Doctor Kinder. Yeah, Major, his name badge got kicked around when the, when the experiment. Oh, we've talked we've talked <laughs> about this. We've talked out? about this before. I mean, I know Eggman is a, is a, is a more apt name for his shape and a slightly and, and has led to some comical jokes in the series and that great <laughs> I am the egg man song which is which is totally sweet. But uh you know, fuck Eggman, he's Robotnik. He always will be Robotnik. He will always be any, anybody who grew up in the UK in the nineteen nineties with a mega drive but he'll always be Robotnik. Yeah. It's just because it makes sense. He has like robots and shit. Yeah. And they all had Nick at the Yeah, end Buzz Downey. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> that was a really crap name, to be fair, when you think about it. It's like, oh, what yeah. is he? It's a giant wasp, and it goes to the floor after shooting. What are we going to call it? Buzz <laughs> Down. <laughs> and then have Nick on the end. Yeah, Buzz <laughs> Downey. That'll do. Yeah. Those are really shit American. Although, actually, the, the, oh, the crabs man, weren't called Nick's, were they? Really. They're just called crab meat. <laughs> they were, yeah, totally yeah, random names yeah. they're not at all made of meat <laughs> in any well, way no, apart from the animal occupant which is controlling it yeah then all the robots have those mm. buzz meat but if you think back to also another ancient sort of reference to Sonic this. if you th- think back to the classic like choose your own adventure books where all the uh, all the r- r- robots in those had very names that were variants of egg oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was another sort of early reference to the egg land I think they were UK only those things yeah which makes it even yeah. more weird they, they had like, like a, their own spin-off ones and there was a, a British writer who did that series of four books that Virgin published that were actually totally sweet because they were totally like uh 
stayed within the canon as if there was canon. Mm. And, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was pretty awesome. It painted a world that could actually have been good. And then yeah. Sega shat all over it by saying, <laughs> no, you're on Earth now. Yeah. But Fuck no, you, I mean, Sega. It was, it was Mobius. It was always Mobius. Anyone flicked through the, the little instruction book you've got with your Mega Drive batteries, it was always the planet Mobius. I'm not entirely sure why they needed to think that adding humans was a good idea, other than the fact that they could possibly make lots of generic-looking human people maybe easier than generic animal things. I don't know. That's... Possibly. I'm, I'm never it's, quite sure. It's so, not like there wasn't humans in the Mobius universe anyway. Like, Eggman, for Well, example. he was the only one. Yeah. Well, not if you count, like, if you're going into the... Moving into, like, the TV cartoons and stuff. Because he had, like, his assistant. That's the oh, guy. Snibbly, yeah. He was human. Yeah, and you had Grimer in the comic as well, didn't you? Grimer? He was the the chief scientist. In, in Frank Grimer? No, oh, not Frank Grimer. <laughs> The little green dude. He was in the comics. Later on in the comics, he was the chief scientist during when the whole, yeah, the whole plot arc where Robotnik ruled the world. Oh, no, I don't remember Grimer. That's a weird one. I sort of remember the name, even though I, I, didn't, I wasn't the one who read the comics. That was Rob, so... Yeah. <laughs> I had a real... description to the comics. That, that was the highlight. That was the highlight of my week, Fridays. My mum would take me to the news agent, she'd buy me some chocolate, and we'd pick up my reservation of Sonic the Comic. Sweet. <laughs> that was good days. Good days. And maybe some pogs while you're at it. <laughs> oh, this is before, this before my primary school then banned pogs, because there were too many fights and bloody big kids stealing <laughs> pogs <laughs> of smaller kids. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that. We even had a bit of the playground called Pog Corner. That's how cool Pog Corner. God, it was literally a corner where everybody went to play pogs. You know, I, I couldn't help but notice the other day that those um, because uh, they started soon after pogs sort of started to phase out with those Go Go's Crazy Bones things. Ah, they still I exist. Got, they, do they still exist? They still exist. They still get sold. Do they? They're still in news agents above above the counter. Yeah, they probably they probably take the place of cigarettes when they move them under the counter. Just be <laughs> get your go go's addiction done. Spend all your cigarette money on plastic thing, plastic jacks, basically in the shape of monsters. Yeah, you'll eventually get warnings on warning may may cause choking. It'll be similar to the smoking. It's quite no, it was quite a clever idea in a way because it took the simplicity of a game of jacks and made it collectible until yeah. no one played the game, <laughs> but still collected them. Well, that was always the problem with collecting them. them. We, don't, we don't play with them, we collect them. <laughs> that, yeah. that was always, it, it was weirdly always, that was almost always the case even in the age, even if you were of the correct age range for that sort of thing, like Pogs or whatever, you never actually played the game. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Or very rarely. What did Pog even stand for? Because it was like, it was always P.O.G, wasn't it? That might have just been dots for coolness effect. I don't think it actually said red me. No, I can't remember it signifying anything in particular. Pointless old game. <laughs> that could be. It could have been like a sneaky two fingers towards the really <laughs> yeah. He's like, yes, you're spending money on. Or maybe it's play game. our game or something. <laughs> or <laughs> pay outrageous cheese. <laughs> it's got to be one of those. Yeah. yeah. I still can't believe Go Go's are still about. That was a weird. That they were weird to begin with. 
suppose, I'm surprised there's a demand for them. There's sort of random crap that kids do. Normally everything they want to do is online or virtual. What are they called? Are those, are those panini football sticker things still about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually, to my to my shame, I had a 2010 World Cup album. <laughs> that is quite shameful. <laughs> I, I only got about six stickers in it. It was given to me by somebody at work who actually kept it from me. They got it free with one of the tabloids. What, you'd, have been 20, you'd have been 24, a grown man, yeah. collecting stickers of your favourite guys. I didn't buy any stickers. In my defence, I didn't buy any stickers. You like just a had the al- a blank album. <laughs> yeah, they did a freebie pack, and then the World Cup came on, and it was actually such a poor World Cup, it put me off going to buy stickers. So, <laughs> it's probably still kicking around somewhere in the flat. I loved you, Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> I've got your man. sticker and everything. I know it's rare, but it's I got it because I love you. Shiny stickers. <laughs> what was it about the fact that it had a slightly shiny holographic background when you were a kid? Yeah, shinies. There's a big deal. You were willing this... to get into a. You were willing to get into a fight with somebody to defend them. I want your shiny. Shiny, shiny. That was yeah, all that matters. St- shiny shit. But you still get shinies. Pokemon has shinies. Like yeah. the game. Yeah. I did mention. Oh that. my! I went when I was at my parents' house. Actually, my sister was sorting through her old Pokemon cards. And it made me think, I wonder, my, I had a set somewhere, and it must, it's one of these many things I must dig out of my room in Felix, so there's a set of Pokemon Mate, cards Pokemon somewhere. brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. do you want to play cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, the next X Factor winner is. <laughs> no, that's already been done, so I, I saw that one off the internet. Yes, Rob was creating uh, a song, really, yeah. quite badly. <laughs> that's what it does, yeah. isn't it? Mostly. But with a, but with I'm a more American accent. <laughs> I was thinking more Rob's talent of singing it. Yeah, that didn't help. That, 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 that was where the gag was at. Yeah, you have to kind of op- do an operatic version of Milkshake. Now, that would be interesting. No, mm. not the Richard Cheese version, because that's just a joke. But... <laughs> the turbo version. Uh, My... well, no, if they can, can turn Monty Python and the Holy Grail into a musical, surely you could, <laughs> you could get Milkshake in opera. Isn't that what they did with Spamalot? Is it not a musical? It is, I did see it last week, so it's <laughs> probably why that was the first thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That was a lot of movement noise. <laughs> that was. It's my laptop that you stood off my lap. <laughs> I'll keep doing that this way. It's, it's, it's the episode of me going woo. <laughs> yeah. Woo week. Woo week. Is there like a national woo week? <laughs> there's a national week for everything else. There's a national week for woos. Because there's only 52 weeks. <laughs> Yeah, they've probably true. all been taken up with something already. Man, if, if there was a week of pizza, though, that would be pretty good. <laughs> that would be. That's all you want. Oh. We could call it weight gain week. <laughs> yeah. Obesity week. Cheese Fest 09. Uh, that's that, that, if you heard that off the cuff, that wouldn't necessarily sound like it was about pizza. Or what, just what, cheese. cheese Fest. Cheese Fest, yeah. So that crap music... <laughs> Jesus of the world or pizza it could be applied to any of those mm. yes that's kind of what you need to do with, since there's only 52 weeks you need to like combine your holidays by giving them a generic name that covers lots of different things uh-huh. takeout week <laughs> takeout week there we go. well I think we're on to something here we, just need, call we, need, it, to write, we need to write a letter <laughs> just call it obesity week that way you could have like it'd be, it's like obesity awareness for people who are already fat and make yourself obese week, obese week for people who want to eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, thin people eat shit tons of money, raise cash for those who are already massive. Eat shit tons of money? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. 
That's probably better than trying to give fat people money. Oh, like you could just eat the cash. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna eat it or they're gonna spend it on chips. One of the two. <laughs> I, should, I really shouldn't criticise. <laughs> or, or both. They'll, they'll they'll buy the chips and then have a chaser of cash. Cash <laughs> <laughs> and chips. Cash and chips. Chips and cash. <laughs> cash my chips. Fish and cash. Cash no. my chips. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so sorry. That was so terrible. That sounded so much better in my head. <laughs> it probably just sounded better anyway, given the quality of your mic. <laughs> yeah. I suppose using the mic that's basically built into the laptop screen. So. Oh, okay. That well, could have been a lot worse than actually thinking about it. It could have been. Interesting to see how this sounds on the recording. I haven't, talk, I haven't talked about and yet it moves. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tried to get you to talk about that again, but then you got distracted. Well, no, we had a guest. It, you know, well, my, you my, my, just before my, that. My indie craze can, can wait. Well, we got talking about... Oh, we're, we're recapping our podcast. We've got seven minutes left, I suppose. But Yeah. Uh, I suppose. It's a better material. It's games. <laughs> right, games. And, games. and yet it moves. It's, it's the indie game I've been playing. It's like Braid, but instead of time manipulation, you change the world's gravity. <laughs> the train sort of emphasised. There's a lot of trains tonight. Well, we're recording at, like, peak time. <laughs> yeah. On a weekday. Is your window open? No. No. Oh, so they're going to get a lot worse. Holy crap. In the summer. We're boned. <laughs> um... The yeah. Anyway, you you sort of like have the ability to rotate the world by ninety degrees on the on the arrow keys, and you move your move you move your character around on <laughs> W A S and D. Um, so you can theoretically change how you fall in order to make jumps not so bad, or but you can't jump too far because if you're going too fast when you land, your your little ca- character made of paper rips the drama. <laughs> but, that doesn't yeah, really make and, any sense. <laughs> Like well, the world is made of paper. Yeah, you should, like, fall too far, you go, lips, you, you, you go. <laughs> but actually, you don't go human. Go. <laughs> Most of the sound effects are made with like someone's mouth, so it sort of goes squinch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something we would have made. Yeah, humanized sound effects. Tepig. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. It's got sort of goes squinch. Which is kind of cool, and there's monkeys that sort of go woo, and one of and one of the monsters you encounter is basically a giant hamster with with, with demon horns and glowing red eyes. <laughs> this is quite funny. In a scrap yeah. of paper, of course. Naturally. And uh, and apart from a few physicsy elements, that is pretty much the entire game I've described. There, it's just traversing the world, trying not to die. Um, it's, it sounds, it's, it's almost like Elastomania in that yeah. element. Kinda, but it's not. But with the gravity <laughs> element, obviously. Yeah, and, and, and with our bike. <laughs> and the leaning. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. The entire point is just to get to the end of the level, like, by um, just surviving. And there's sometimes multiple routes, and there's sometimes you can avoid entire sections by um, <laughs> not using the bit it's supposed to, you're supposed to do. But uh, it's it's okay. Don't expect much from it, but it's a good sort of... It, it somehow draws you in, you know. When you finish a level, it's like, oh, I'll just do a bit more. Oh, I'll just do. It's a really simple. I'll just do a little bit. Yeah, it's not enormous, but it'll take you probably a couple of hours to get through the whole thing uh, in one go. 
Did you actually finish it yet? No, I haven't finished it yet. I'm, I think I'm about 30 to 40% of the way through. But, and I've so you've got played, a few more I've only played it for, I've only played it for just over an hour. So, but, uh, yeah, so I've got plenty more squeegees to come. Yeah. Four and a half minutes till my <laughs> normal time out. Not that we're limited no. by that on this recording method, but, you know. But we should probably not talk forever. We should, we should probably <laughs> stick to our time bands because I'm not. Yeah, two and a half hours, well, two and a bit yeah. hours is quite good for a podcast. It's just about people's attention span, maybe. It's just about <laughs> my attention span. You can't even remember what you're talking about <laughs> half the time, so. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. So you're going to wrap uh, this up somehow, or are you just going to fade out into silence? <laughs> I'm just gonna walk across the room and see if anyone notices. You know, just, <laughs> yeah. just sit down and record my evening. And then, uh, yeah. Well, and I said, well, passing comments to summarize um, your week in f- a minute. I don't know. <laughs> Have an eventful week. I killed most of the members of the week. Well, we've at still the got. Weekend. Well, as, as Rob can testify, as he bumped into me sort of late in the day on Friday yeah, night. That's true. And 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 my 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 DJing may have thumped out of your face. Not that you you turned I, up to I, see I that the big time, video, yeah. bastard. But <laughs> <laughs> the two... Oh yeah, the, the two songs I got that, before that, the council that, came and shut us down. It's like... <laughs> well, no, they didn't shut us down. It's just that they noticed they had their sound meters outside the bar and were like, right, yeah. we better close up now. Um... So yeah. I, I didn't get much to do. Anyway. So wait, but it was so awesome. Are they let you back? I, I'm a DJ, <laughs> honest. <laughs> no, I'm going to let my brother back. Whether or not he's actually going to use me to so when, help him when's, when's your brother is, back is another again, question. But... This Friday. This Friday. Shameless plug. Come to Ollie's he's this really Friday good. to see my, my brother DJ like a bastard and me potentially DJ. Yeah, he is. Don't get me wrong. He is good. But, you know, he, he did it for like... I did 9 till 10 or whatever, and then he did 10 till half 1 yeah. in the morning. I was okay, so I would have imagined have a suitable appearance, but I am now incredibly skid, mostly because of the first night, actually. Because <laughs> my, my £20 budget didn't last very long. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll try not to talk no. about drink prices no, at the no, place no, I'm no, supposed no, to be no, promoting. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the vast majority of all these patrons I'm not entirely sure would be would be interested in this sort of podcast and yeah I don't think many people we're, we're kind of assuming that our listeners come from Ipswich as well which is uh, <laughs> I don't think you're kind of assuming that you're just shameless you need, to, you need to specify Yeah, you can't just say Ollie's oh, and yeah, expect everyone point. to know yeah, just, just, if there's an Ollie's in your town and it's not Ipswich, I won't be there. <laughs> just, to, just to get that straight. So yeah, um, so we ran out of time this week, but next week I hope to talk a bit about GoldenEye 007, the remake on Wii, um, featuring Daniel Craig's face and his actual voice yeah it's his actual voice and about one line of dialogue from Jane Dame Judy Dench before she disappears into some <laughs> other typically english sounding cockbite um but in an overly posh manner yeah it's good work 007 stealth in here um so there's that to come i've also at some point 
probably after I've played Red Dead some more, and so it might not happen next week, but I do own a copy of Bulletstorm. So the dick tits will flow Ooh. over into the podcast some more. Joy. <laughs> that's, that's up there, yeah. So uh, I'll see if there's any more horrible cussing I can come up with. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's on my to-do list for the next week and a bit. I might play some more Vantage, Vantage Vanquish as well, because it's sweet. Zach, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be doing all the stuff that I mentioned today, some more, basically. <laughs> Wonderful. And Matt, ten seconds, what will you be doing? I'm going to get Assassin's Creed Brothers work. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> something to, something for everyone to look forward to. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm wrapping this one up. Thank you for listening to, to uh, episode 26.1, the Tardcast, number three. Numbers. <laughs> That was a very, very easily pronounceable title, that one. Um, yeah, Dan may return at some point in the future, but because I didn't allude as to why, nor am I going to. Uh, but yeah, our thoughts go out to him at the moment. Nice little uh, send-off. Yeah, definitely. You sound so so professional about it, for a change. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he will return. If not, you'll get more of us. <laughs> really? <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> so it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. It's goodbye from the other one. <laughs> that was far too organised. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Take it easy. Bye! Bye! <laughs>